These are facts. Your favorite rapper, nigga. J. Cole sat in his, wait in the studio for eight hours mm. for a session with Youngboy. Youngboy never showed up. Sounds familiar. NBA Youngboy. Now, let me be fair to Youngboy. Okay. Youngboy, you know, he told his people, he said, yo, I'm going to keep it real. Because the thing is, J no, no disrespect to J. Cole. J. Cole's just a rapper. Youngboy be going okay. through shit. He's living life. He's going through shit. He's just a rapper. Youngboy said, yo, my energy and everything else or whatever, you know what I mean? it's not fit to be in studio with that guy. You know what I'm saying? It's an energy thing. And it wasn't about <laughs> from J. Cole. It was just that he and personally what he was going through mm. wasn't fit to be in that environment. We all been through that. We have not all been through that. I've never dated somebody so important. Wait eight hours of my life to do anything. So no, Alex, speak for yourself on that one, buddy. Cannot agree there. Yeah, we, we've not all been there. Uh, episode one thirty one is in the building. I go by the name Savon. I'm here with my guy. Yo, yo, what's going on, Yasha boy? A. And we are doing things a little bit different here today, as you guys may know. Um, the threesome, the threesome as you know it to be, um, has taken a turn. And we are no longer. But now, with yeah. that, do not be worried. Yeah. Because me and Alex, now we just go our separate ways. Yeah. You know, there yeah, is no yeah. couple involved. Yeah. Between he and I. Like, nah, once once she dipped, like... There's nothing was, else. That was just the end. Like, we're not partners. <laughs> like, Alex, I know you were mad, uncomfortable for a while, but don't worry, bro. Like, you. you weren't the incentive in the threesome. Like, weeks upon weeks calling this a threesome. I was yeah, so uncomfortable yeah, here. Yeah. Nah, but just know, like, she's gone. She, yeah, she's yeah. no longer with us. And yeah. me and you, we, you know, we ain't got to do that. Worry, <laughs> that's a fact. We, we did not have to live that way. Yeah. Um, we got a lot to talk about. We wasn't here last week. Um, anybody who's new to the podcast, please make sure you guys subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. Um, but enough of the bullshit. Because we do have somebody very, very important Love this guy. in this game as upcoming creators, upcoming yeah. writers, upcoming just media talent and personalities, man. Yeah. This dude is making a way. He's a writer. He hosts his own podcast, the Stay Busy Podcast with Armand Sadler. And he also has Twitter beefs with some of your favorite rappers. <laughs> Seriously. Right? <laughs> My guy is in the building. It's a lot of music to talk about. I yeah. am fucking, I, I feel, I'm afraid. <laughs> I am intimidated by all of the music knowledge here in this studio. You should be. Because that is not me. I lead with emotion when it comes to music. But yeah. I got two guys here who's willing to chop it up. And, and Drake dropped and Tory Lanez dropped. And there's yeah. a lot of music who dropped. And Armand's gonna uh, kick it with us to talk about music. Yes, sir. Armand, what's going on, bro? I'm good, I'm good. Blessed to be here. It's been like what, like a year? Some change since I saw y'all. Crazy wow. that happens. Promoted the podcast and look at what we've all accomplished since then. December yeah. 2019 to now, it's uh, it's been upward for everyone. So it's a blessing to be here again. I'm excited to talk to y'all, and I'm proud of what y'all doing. So yeah. Thank you for having me. And I actually like you. <laughs> That's like, what's up. I like you like, too. But like that's really that, important. Why is that funny? <laughs> you no, know, because like people just be yo, let me shut up. Like I just like doing shit with people I like. Yeah. Mm, so yeah, a lot of people yeah. be like, yo, let me come on the pod. And it's like, but you know, it's different just having a guest yeah. versus having a connection with that guest mm -hmm. already because the right. chemistry just comes through so much naturally and it's a much yeah. more fun conversation. So. You get it. You see? Oh yeah. shit. I you completely forgot. I owe you an apology. Me? Yeah, you. What's up? Wow. Like, I gotta do this on camera and in your face. Okay. <laughs> like because I saw you reached out to us in during Black History Month, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Black History Month, there was a lot of turmoil in my life. Okay, I to, must admit, to say the least, yeah. there was a lot of turmoil. Yeah, and I'm not like 
I'm, I'm, I'm in the industry, but I'm not of the industry. Right. So if you're of the industry, you'll see those emails, and then when you see the person, you'll never address it. Mm-hmm. Right. Me, I still got a little bit of human in me. I didn't sell my soul completely yet. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you reached out, and I, in my head, I'm like, yo, why doesn't he just text or hit me via DM because guy. I'm not I, I can't like I did not remember right every time I saw it I was like damn something came up right yeah. so I do apologize for not responding yeah. but okay. we are here in the flesh mm-hmm. and if you want to punch me in the face like don't do it on camera we nah, can go nah. outside he had, he had the bridge and Alex here to you kind of me? kind of relay the message okay. as to yeah, why yeah, but it wasn't just me it no. was the business yeah. email mm-hmm. so you got it too nigga exactly. that's what I'm saying I just did it through the personal way okay. see let me tell you what Savon did okay. Savon saw the email was like yeah maybe tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it be that's right? how it be though I took it, took it to the be. text but yeah I'm glad he's here now yeah I appreciate the apology it wasn't necessary like I've learned doing what we do you can't take shit personally mm-hmm. like this doesn't change our relationship I still sure. fuck with y'all the same way mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you got a new number did you get a new number since um, like new apartment new number yeah, you know okay yeah. got it okay. no, new everything around here well, so just switch up okay got <laughs> new it new energy it. okay so I'll, I'll have to get that but new yeah. co-host <laughs> hey, just new everything you know new everything this year. <laughs> I feel that you know <laughs> change is good sometimes for sure for sure for sure um, but yeah bro I appreciate you pulling up of course like we said we are we, we do want to talk about you but yeah. it's crazy because as music fans and it sucks being a millennial being whatever you want to call it in 2021 Mm -hmm. because when music drops you can't appreciate it yeah like drake's project the three pack has only been out for what not even a week yep but it feels like at least and i'm not even lying it feels like it's been out for at least two weeks to a month not even a week and it's debuted number one on the billboards for the one and two slots Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how spoiled we are as fans. Yeah, and when I came in here today and said, "Yo, we got to record a podcast." We didn't film last week. What are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. And I said, "Damn, I want to talk about Drake, but it may be dated." Mm. But how can it be? It hasn't been a fucking week. week. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Let's hit our guy Armand and and let's talk about it, man. Um, You got the OVO gear on. Are you a stand? I'm ready. Uh, You know, I'm I'm definitely a stand, but I think I'm very objective as well. Like I'll tell you when I don't like a Drake song. It doesn't happen often, but I will tell you when I think some shit he does is trash. So, Mm. but I'm I'm definitely a stand. So what was trash on that three pack? Nothing. See, you're bugging. <laughs> like my there, wait, fan. you had something trash on that three-pack? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm dude, curious. Dude, yeah, you in the hot seat. I'm looking at you, Savon. The first song is not good. What's next? Hmm. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. you're never going to play okay, that again. So let's play a game, Armand. You're let's, never going to play one next. See, us music critics, right? We, we love this because mm-hmm. a lot of the times when people say they don't like something, mm-hmm. they can't tell you specifically as to why yep. they don't like something. Mm-hmm. So, Savon, mm-hmm. you've heard that song, probably, that song probably a few times now, right? A few times. Okay. I skipped it. Now okay. I, mean, I skipped the intro. Man, that's crazy. That's, that's insane. insane. <laughs> like, how do you insane. skip the intro? I skipped that motherfucker. I'm, I'm, but see, how did you skip it? Like, did you play it for five seconds and no, skip no, no, it? No, yeah, no, like, Let me come down. I listened to it. I listened to the whole thing you uh-huh. gotta listen to it a few times yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it came out on a day that i was actually working out so it was great to just have it on repeat right mm-hmm. i told you i started this conversation with i listen to music off of feelings right. i don't do anything else in my life off of feelings and emotion okay. the one place that i get to identify those emotions is through music so when you put on a song and i don't feel anything whether it's the beat whether it's the words whether anything i hear you now you don't feel like, it. but I feel you. But now I feel because I'm Why, with my niggas. But you dancing so on camera. It. It's on camera now. Oh shit! I forgot yeah, I was right. recording. Caught you in 4K. But nah, like <laughs> it's just not something I'm 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 gonna go back to. 
it's not something you're gonna go back. It's to. It's not something right. I'm gonna go back so to. That's, that's, that's okay. That, that's okay. Like, so for me, that's trash. If I'm never gonna go back to it, and it's Drake, and I'm never gonna go back to a Drake song, I have. And again, we're only comparing Drake to Drake. I'm not comparing this course, to right. anybody else of because course. you know certain artists, you just gotta put them in their own class. He's yes. one of those artists. Yes. If I'm never gonna go back to a Drake song, it's trash to me. How often do you go back to God's Plan? Um, not often. But when it came out, mm-hmm. it had a lot of replay value. True. And I listened to it quite often. Okay. But today, like if it comes on, I'm not going to skip it. Right. But I'm not going back to it. And, and I, I think that's the thing, and you were kind of getting to that earlier, is that we can only experience what's next listening in our room, through headphones, in the car, but we're not in a club seeing people scream to it. We're not at a show seeing Shit. people mosh to it. Like, if, if we were able to live with it and experience it a bit more, I think people wouldn't be as critical of it. Like, we're li- we're, we have a very narrow scope of how we can judge songs these days. So, I, I feel what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I think if you were able to experience it in different ways, the, the conversation might be a little different. And you know what's funny? Not everybody has the ability to do that, though. Because it's like, you could hear a song... And be like, all right, I think this could go well within another like vicinity, another place. Yeah. Other people just subject to the fact that like, nah, it's just trash. Yeah. It's not. I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm going right back to you, say, <laughs> okay. What about the song? Didn't you like? Was it a? And because this is what I want more people to do. Mm-hmm. Was it the? Was it the melody? Mm-hmm. It's redundant. Was it, What's redundant? See him. It sounds like a song from every other Drake project in the last half a decade. But you like every other Drake project from the last decade. But not with that sound. What sound? It's it's lazy to me. It's what's lazy, bro. The 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 beat, the Mm -hmm. tempo, the The cadence. To me, again, I'm not a fucking music. No, 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 no. no, no. I only go off of my feelings. Yeah, of course, of course. So I need everybody to always understand when Savon talks about music. If I don't feel some shit, this is how I'm coming. So that's why I got these two gentlemen to talk to me (laughs) about real music shit because I'll sound like an idiot when I say (laughs) I don't like some shit. That's the most fire shit on the streets. And then the other thing, I'll be honest. And this is gonna uh, this same point that I'm making now is gonna come back a little bit later when we have a conversation about Tory Lanez yeah Savon goes where the women goes fair that's fair very fair I didn't see no ladies shaking their ass to what's next I ain't gonna lie to you yeah your algorithm is all fucked up you got to listen you want my followers nah join me to your like, nah add me, I'm cool. add me the algorithm I'm, nah just come follow some followers because I seen <laughs> what I seen some ass shaking on uh, what's next. What come yo, don't make me play I didn't see again. it. I didn't see it, but I'm sure All, all Star Weekend was crazy with I'm, all those. We events. wasn't in Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't know. I I ain't seen no videos or anything, but I'm sure when they put that on at Lil Dirk's party or whoever's party it was, like I'm sure it got crazy in there. And you were just dancing around two men <laughs> in forty degree weather in oh, New York yeah. in front of two cameras while mm-hmm. you were singing it. And an engineer mm-hmm. while you were singing it, and I only played about four, 10 seconds mm. What you think You gonna do in Miami mm. What you go- think You gonna do in June I can't wait to go to Miami With the silk on Shirt open I can't wait Joints around you oh, Tequila uh, in the system My mom give it to him It's, it's different it's, it's going down It's different All right. It's coming so, different Try I am subject you. to change I am open to my mind Being changed Yeah yeah But in this time Right It's not for me Do you do you feel like um, Are you taking this project seriously uh yeah for sure And what do you mean by serious Because again I, I was very Music man that, I'm not that, music that man word. What do you mean by serious bro you know, a lot of the people get this and they go, oh, it sounds like old, like the old Drake or, oh, my God, I just want These the album. Throwaways. These are throwaways. What do you, like, as, do we ever at times think about what an artist is trying to do? He dropped a video for this shit. Yeah, that's so, like This is probably the lead single. I probably should take it serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not looking at this like this is just some shit that got leaked or, yeah. you know, he's, he's had that over the last year where yeah. there's music that's dropped 
And it's like, oh, we don't know what he's going to do with this. But no, when you put a video out for, uh, for something, I have to take it serious. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, I'm just asking. Because he, he's done a Scary Hours one before. Yep. And, you know, it's just, it's kind of like we got to just sometimes sit back and watch artists do certain things instead of just full-on critique. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of the times it's easy to just hear something and go like, eh, I don't see what he's trying to do here. But, you know, I like to at least... Let me see what the artist is trying to go with this. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite song on the project? For me, it was Wants and Needs with Lil Baby. Mm. Oh, yeah. You really love mm. Drake. I do. You know how I know you really love Drake? Mm. What's up? He had a weak-ass verse. Lil Baby smoked him. <laughs> and that's your favorite And that's your favorite track? I don't think like, it was weak. I know weak. you love Drake. I don't think it was weak. I, uh-huh. I, I think relative to... But you got to also look at the type of song. Like, what he did on Scary Hours 2 is he gave that catchy single... He gave that like midpoint between a catchy single, but also rapping mm-hmm. for, from him and Lil Baby. And then he, he let the rappers, backpack rap fans, older rap fans know he can still do this at a high level with the track with Ross, Lemon mm-hmm. Pepper Freestyle. So I think he covered all his bases in three songs. Like he usually, Scorpion yeah. was 25 songs. Yeah. He was trying to cover a lot of bases. This mm-hmm. is the appetizer to Certified Lover Boy whenever it comes out. So you I think I think he tried to, he gave something for everyone, but I don't think it was a week first. Relative to something like Do Not Disturb or 5 a.m., like mm. of course it's, Weak, but yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, thought his verse was still cool. It was a lot of good, good little one-liners. Like the earrings are real, the petty is real. Might charge my ex for a feature. Like that's just that's that's so crazy to say. Like yeah, yeah. yeah you don't know which ex he's talking about because he got so many. Rihanna potentially, George Smith, <laughs> J Lo potentially. Like <laughs> he's not talking to Rihanna like that. You never know, he's man. Not, I prom- the, the petty is real. Not, he's not talking to Rihanna like that, fam. Hey, you never why, know. Why, why you think that? Nah, because that's uh, the one he wants back. Okay, so you got. You're not talking okay. to the one you want back like that. Like that. Yeah. Nah, sometimes you, you, you might be trying to get her attention. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm, I'm still thinking about you. Like, you, you want to work together? Exactly. Slimy cash this time because it's not, it's not what it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Savon need a trip. Maybe. That's, Maybe. What, that, that's what this shit You've been cooped like. up, bro. We like, know I need a trip. Yeah, Alex, no, you, like, I've been begging you. Yeah. Hey, let's do something. He's like, not even identifying like, the party records no yeah, more. We, we, we can just, like, yeah. throw this on the business account. <laughs> Fudge the numbers a little bit. Let's it's, take a trip, bro. What the fuck? It's tax season. You better relax, man. <laughs> Stimmy coming soon, though. So <laughs> Very soon. Right? Wait, loading. speaking of taxes, like, Yo. since we came into business, Save right? On. Armand, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, since we came into business, I've told Alex, and I used to tell Steph all the time I said yo guys my shit is getting money yeah. I know how to get the money I'm gonna get us opportunities whatever that's my shit mm-hmm. if we're doing this business thing where all of our names are on this account y'all better take care of the taxes cause fucking with me I'm gonna have you fucked up I got it like I got it I'm gonna have a conversation with you after this shit too okay we gotta right. talk because I don't want yeah. you to go down like cause I know I'm going down like, one day no we can reverse this for you yeah like, just come talk to me it's happening there's hope there's hope hope but i did armand i told him they can't say i ain't tell him that's true can't say i ain't tell you honesty oh man all right the little baby record was your favorite record all right um little baby destroyed that shit and and, then the hook i I really love the hook yeah with the slight auto tune on it yeah Mm. yeah i fuck with that i'm gonna have to second that i was gonna go with lemon pepper freestyle but then like just when you just look at all the drake and rose records already out I would say that w- wouldn't be relatively like high on my list. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, w- I would. And it's only because like I just wanted Rose to rap more. That's true. That's that's, true. that's really all. He it is. gave I, us like a sixteen. I feel like got I, in, got out. But Call. did you feel like yeah. that because Drake rapped so much? 
that's was, exactly what it was. It was definitely a comparative. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's like a five, six minute song almost. Because it's usually Ross getting the the longer verses on their collabs. Like Go Roses, Ross got two verses. Mm-hmm. Um, Aston Martin music was all Ross. Drake was just on the hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What's the other track I'm thinking of? I can't think of it. what's the name. I don't know. But when they do link up, it usually just feels like a all around like it just sounds like I'm gonna do a quick sixteen and the sixteen was dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All four, but good. some about that baby record just make Ross my face talking. just just because it, it satisfies both things. It gives you the rapping. It gives you the energy. Like that yeah. that joint would go off in a club too. Like and I, I, mm-hmm. and I like when when Drake knows the type of artist he's featuring. Mm-hmm. So he how matches. to kind of kind of match and accommodate yep. to them on that track. Yeah, man. Like, he's he's one of the best at that. Right, right. He's yeah. one of the best. So yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite record. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with I, I like Lemon Pepper. Lemon yeah. Pepper Freestyle. For me, um, I liked it until I like listened to it. Right, <laughs> because like Alex said, y'all know I just go off feelings. If if you give me that kind of sample on a song, you got me. Right, you got me by the balls. Like I'm yeah. here, I'm mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. I'll purchase the motherfucker. I'll send it to my mom's. Like yo, mom, you gotta hear this shit. This nigga drink. <laughs> like that's just me, right? If you yeah. give me that sample at the top, yeah. featuring Rick Ross, I'm always gonna be that guy. Mm-hmm. But then. When you listen to like the lyrics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can't really relate, no mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like "Do Not Disturb" is easily top three Drake songs for me. Okay, he went for crazy, me, right? Insane. Like <laughs> that easily top three. Everything about that song because he's speaking from a place of "Yo, do not disturb me while I'm on my mission." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? Like, yeah, if you yeah. really listen to it, Alex, give me some credit, my nigga. I was doing my, I, I did my Google. You research. Good. Okay, good. Okay. But you get a point today. Very do, good. Do not disturb. He's speaking about I'm on my mission. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to do this to stop me. I'm, I'm, I'm inspired. I got ambition. Mm-hmm. Shit that I can relate to. Like, yeah. You feel me? When I'm fucked up, when I need some motivation, when I can't really get out of a mental funk, that is one of the songs that can pull me out of it. You related mm-hmm. to it. Lemon Pepper Freestyle kind of throws me deeper into the funk. Mm. How you get like, your money up? I'm poor. Yeah. You're shaking and moving out I'm, here. I'm, I'm nah, nah, you just cop the luxury condo in the hell and you know in the sky. Yeah, you you rich I thought. That's what I did. <laughs> right, Omar? Yeah. Uh, good. It's alright. But it still doesn't come into comparison. Heard it came with a parking spot too. Mm. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but the money like, is different over here. But you want to know what's crazy? What's up? Drake said, and I just envisioned, do y'all do this? What's up? You think about your 10-year anniversary of high school? Mm. Yeah, often. I, I know. Often. You've never thought about that? Often. See, that's how I know me and you just think from the different parts of our brain. Uh. I can't wait to shit on all of those people <laughs> in a few more years. Like, how many more years I got? I think I got about uh. four more years until <laughs> I... Say no. Yeah, you feel me? So They've all got a whole countdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a countdown. But oh it's God. like... Yeah. Drake was mentioning... Um, he talked about parent-teacher conference with his kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said the women were interested in him no matter how, no matter what their husbands, boyfriends, what providers did. Five. They still wanted to know about him. Yeah. It's tough. And, like, and he was just true. speaking shit that I really can't speak. That's Asking fine. if I know Beyonce or Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I know half of that. <laughs> mm. Oh, nah, do. come on, I'm mad. I'm mad half. I don't do. know it, but you I'm do. mad. Talk at your you shit. That's like, a legendary yeah, episode. Nigga, like, I, I have a phone, and 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 then we can move on. But I have a phone. When we did that shoot with Nikki, and we went oh, out yeah. to um, LA. Yeah, we went to LA. Yeah, it was Nikki and Mike Tyson within like a 24 hour span. It was a fucking mental overload for me, right? But in that time, pictures were taken, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Nikki Minaj and Mike Tyson both held this phone. Not the one in my pocket. This is a newer one. 
But the phone that they held, mm-hmm. I have such an attachment to it just because <laughs> I was looking like, yo, I am a peasant. Absolutely. And Nicki Minaj is holding my phone. Mm-hmm. And I kept, like, it's it's in my house like a trophy. Like, I might like frame an old iPhone. <laughs> and yeah, I, I can't it prove cleansed. it. But yeah. So, <laughs> Corona that went by, look what you're trying to do still. Yeah. I probably started Corona with that phone. Oh my God. I never watched it. Oh my God. Like, LA was a hot spot. It was fun. It was fun. Good times. Good times. Yeah, man. But honestly, I, I do. Um, I'm just excited for Certified Lover Boy now. Absolutely. Like, like more than ever. Yeah. And honestly, he, like he did. He did allude to say that this is gonna remind everyone of what Views was. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Like at first, yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to transcend the sound. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make something you're gonna appreciate in a few years. So I'm, I'm very excited. Very. If it's gonna sound anything in that realm and that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Send it. What is Drake missing? And I want to talk to, we actually have two OVO stands, um, <laughs> but I do want to speak to the one closer to my left, Armand. Yeah. I'm going to ask you, before we switch gears, what mm-hmm. is he missing in his catalog as an artist? Because there's one glaring thing to me, and again, I'm not music man, mm-hmm. um, but I think there's room for him to still separate himself. But the reason the race between he and Kendrick is so close is because Kendrick speaks to something. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Drake doesn't feel to me like he's evolving as a person, per se. Hmm. Okay. Because one of the things early Drake was, we can relate to him. I remember, I will never forget. I think I want to say I was in ninth, 10th grade, right? Marvin's Gay or Marvin's Room no, drops. Marvin Gaye. I see what's on your mind. Nah, oh Marvin God. Gaye, nigga, the gr- a nah, great nah, artist. You, nah, you... All right. But that's a great artist, my nigga. I know. Marvin's Room. That was the name of the song, though, right? It, it, it dropped. <laughs> Yo, Alex, relax, my Sick nigga. guy. Um, Sick-ass guy. It, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this with this nigga, yo. Yo, no, where's no, Steph? No, no. Bring room. back Steph. No, Marvin's room. Like, the fuck, bro? Uh, Marvin's room. It yeah. dropped. <laughs> Ninth, 10th grade. I was going through my first real uh, breakup. Yeah. Oh, Never man. felt heartbreak before. What a time. I was in the back of a two-seat car outside of a party that all my friends are enjoying, and I am bent off of Four loco. Yeah. With Marvin's room Bad on decision. repeat, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's because I felt that shit. Yeah. I felt him. I related to, mm-hmm. damn, like, yo, fuck that nigga that you love so bad. Like, <laughs> I know we had good times. I'm here mm-hmm. with the times. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be the only one to remember the good times we had. I'm just saying, so you I, do better. I'm just, and I knew she could do better. Like, look they at me always now. Like, they we're always great. Can. Look who I'm next to. You like, feel me? Look at the studio. We got Nipsey here. We got Malcolm X. Like, the fuck, bitch? <laughs> Damn, that was hurt. But anyway, I feel like Drake, you can't really relate to anymore. He, he doesn't speak to anything other than him, his money, his success. I, f- I feel that. A lot of people say that. Um, I I look at a lot of, like, Lemon Pepper Freestyle, while I can't relate to it, that shit was just inspirational for me. It's like, mm. like look at his house, look at his plane, look at the car, look at the the, the, the Nike brand. Like, Laugh Now, Cry Later was a Nike commercial. Like, that, mm-hmm. that stuff is stuff for me to aspire to so i'm not there but i want to be there and i know i can get there so that's Mm kind of how i look at it in terms of relatability for him you know drake's always been a very me focused artist like people people put kendrick above him because kendrick is conscious he talks to you know the black struggle in america
America. J. Cole also does the same thing. And people want Drake to do something that he's never done in his career. Like, he came in a dual threat, rapping and singing. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was younger. We've seen his journey. So we can relate to, you know, the the breakups, whether he was in college or, you know, toxic women or or tr- uh, trying to be the best back when he was, you know, in the take care, thank me later days. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's definitely he's definitely an icon now. So, yeah, yeah he, he feels a bit. He feels like he's not tangible, mm-hmm. but he still has those those struggles with paranoia, those mm-hmm. those like his insecurities, his feelings towards haters and ignoring them Related and, you know, focusing them. on his circle. Like those are things that are relatable. Mm-hmm. They they're still very me focused, like Drake focused. Mm-hmm. But th- there are things I feel I, I can I can relate to, even if I'm not as rich as he is. So that's a, that's a good point. Honestly, I feel like uh, Drake's ability to talk about love. Yes. will always have him at the top. We'll always have him at the top. So, uh, top spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so much so that you can always relate to love and going through a breakup. Shit, we going through one right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't realize how, like, when you listen to a lot of that love music, how much it can help you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it don't matter if you're young, old, big, small, yellow, black, white. You can relate to how something hurt you and made you feel. And he has this crazy way of just having you feeling like, yo, are you in my relationship? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we're, like, did you know exactly what happened play for play with my mm-hmm. ex? So I think that that's what kind of gives him that bump. And that's why he's always going to have a strong woman fan base because women live for that. It, like, there you go. The guest on our podcast we just had, uh, Olivia, shout out to her. She yeah. was just talking about how we were talking about SZA mm-hmm. and how SZA talks about her life. And, you know, like she's so relatable for women. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's very straightforward. Like, yeah, I was cheating on you on Valentine's Day, but I'm also insecure about my butt, stuff like that. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. Drake talks about things that men and women experience on the love side. So and, and it helps women fan base. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It helps it helps you kind of learn how to operate as well. I mean, you know, he's he's lost some good ones, Rihanna, Serena. But uh, you know <laughs> No, not good, my nigga. <laughs> Great ones. Great. Uh, amazing. He has ones. lost like Top the tier. Mount Rushmore of fucking women. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yeah. That's swag. I'm not gonna li- no, that's not swag. <laughs> like Rihanna, you fumbled that bag. Could you imagine what Twice. that would be? Yeah. Like you Twice. fumbled the Rihanna bag yeah. at, coming off the Chris Brown one guy like you. Was, yeah, he, he he fumbled that. <sighs> yeah, but he's living pretty good. Yeah. Um, speaking of relatable, yeah, Uh-oh. I got something for y'all right now. What's up? Let's do you it. Play some? Don't cancel us, or or don't cancel me for this. <laughs> but I'm on this. Honestly, I'm in bed. No, this is what you want. I've been so fucking careless, caught in my fucking ways. You should not have to wait. I've been so fucking self. You hear this? No, I hear it. It's the first time I heard this music in months. Where? I don't listen to this what did it for you this weekend Oh my god You beat off to this Oh no <sighs> But did you hear that though That's But did you hear that though But did you hear that though What do you say My phone Alec, But did you hear that though My phone back Run it back You this didn't hear that Now this shit shit Run it back Yo Amon Do you need the headphones I know like Now this shit shit We could do like a lyric breakdown for you You could read the lyrics Why this go back But let me let me, let me, let me Come on let me, let, Oh my god Listen listen, yeah. listen to this Break it down for me Here's the lyrics for Okay Still got my sneaky link uh, I know I'm wrong for that Guess these are my confessions Oh my god I know I lied so many times That I believe my answers uh-huh. He's talking You shouldn't have to wait Shouldn't have to wait You shouldn't have to wait <laughs> I'm it. sorry. This is this is just for me. Wherever the camera's at, I'm not gonna put this on Armand. I'm definitely not gonna put this on Alex. This is the toxic shit that I needed. Okay. Me. Okay. Fuck any ain't no. Talk to him, yeah. Don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. All right. And I've always been that guy to have a debate about the artist and the artistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always gonna live and die on that hill because that's just who the fuck I am. I don't care. Yeah. Like, and it sucks. 
And I do not support anything that is, is alleged against this man, Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. But we have got to talk about the music. We have got to talk about the art. We lost the better artist in this exchange. Nobody else is saying it. Wait, what you mean? But it's the truth. Between yeah. he and Meg, we are forced to cancel Tory. The better artist. Look, we just took a deep breath over here. <laughs> we have been forced to cancel the better artist out of this two, out of this exchange. Me and Armand doing breathing exercises. Y'all don't have to comment on nothing that I'm saying. I'll keep I'm that. I'm commenting. No, keep going. I like this. this the funny. music, this album. Yeah. Uh huh. The music yeah. alone is good. I, I I'll reply like this. And you know, a lot of my friends have done the same thing you're doing right now, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, what's up? You ain't you ain't tapping? Ah, ah, I'm like, nah, I ain't check in. But <laughs> what I kept responding back to them was like, yo, the conversation was never about his music. Fair, very true. Is this mic on? <laughs> I don't know why people keep coming up like, yo, his music. I, like, I get it, but with me. This was never about Tory Lane's music making ability. Mm-hmm. So then why do you stop listening to the music? Because I've discussed this on our podcast for many episodes. I have to be in the mode to. I have to want to feel that way. I don't feel that. I don't feel motivated to. When you feel motivated to do something, you do it automatically. Mm-hmm. We're all different. I just don't feel motivated to do it. And I would hate to j- just listen to some music and try to hate on it because mentally I'm, I'm just not motivated. I'm not motivated and I'm not there. Mm-hmm. But... This was never about Tory's music making ability. Did yeah. you listen to it? I've, I've heard peaks of it. My boy has sent me a track. It sounds like good music. Okay. This was, right. n- but again, okay. this was never about his music making ability. I'm glad to hear that. Armand, <laughs> again, I know you're a media man. Yeah. <laughs> I know you got connections. You're doing your thing out here. Yeah. Like the one of the cool things about. Uh, you know, being associated mm-hmm. with the entity that we are associated with, mm-hmm. like I could really kind of get my shit off because niggas <laughs> ain't canceled him yet. Like yep. you can't really cancel me off of this shit. Like, <laughs> I, I would think, I would assume, and I'm yeah. not asking you to cancel me. Please don't cancel me. For and I don't my think he's opinion. been canceled. No, who? He definitely who? hasn't. Who? I mean, he hasn't been canceled. What the fuck? I don't that, think he's been yo, canceled. My, Wait, my timeline. Pe- people people were going people crazy about this. No, no, no. People or women. Everybody both. still showing both, love. To be I see honest, women there's, showing there's love. There's a lot of women every still, day. who still support him. I just watched a story yesterday. And she said, I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. This shit hard. I just watched that story. Yo, send me her, send me her page. Nah, you good. There's this thing nah, called... Send me her uh, page, though. Oh, yeah, I might what be she, friends. What she said, though? Yeah. <laughs> there's this thing called pro- problematic faves that, that people have. And Tori has become a lot of people's problematic fave, where it's like, oh, he, he might have did some shit. It's not proven yet, so I'm going to still listen to the music because I like the music. I, I let people do that. I'm, I'm not going to judge. Like, if you like the project, I'm I'm happy for you. Enjoy that. I'm, I just don't feel right tapping in, personally. And... Don't come to me for like, oh, like to stamp it. Like if you enjoy the music, yeah, not you say that. Stamp that shit. No, <laughs> no. If you if something makes you feel good, rock with it. Good. But then people get angry when you don't stamp it, yeah. and then it's like, oh, what the fuck? But it's it's like, no, no, no. If that's a you thing, go ahead, do that. Yeah, I, I don't like all music. Yeah, so, I don't like, like all music, but, but that I can, doesn't change how you should like the music. Ha- no, it shouldn't. Yeah. It really shouldn't because it does something for you. Like, yeah. Keep doing that. Like, yeah. Please. But we can all agree that the music is good. That at the song very least, at the very least. I, I, I will say that that song did sound good from okay. what I heard. Listen, okay. and, it, and it sucks and, that And that's great happened. for him and great for the people who like Yo, it. And it sucks, though, because he's talented. He is. I'm going to repeat this again. It was never about his music-making ability. It's just 
things that we believe that could kind of sway our emotion as to why we don't want but to participate in a certain thing. That's the thing when someone yeah. is like the enemy in the public eyes, right, right, people right. start to discredit what they've done because they don't like them at the time. So right. when, when it came out, what happened with Meg, everyone was like, yo, Tori not even that nice. Chick tape, Chick's tape wasn't that good. It's like, you, right, come you, on, you, you're lying. Chick's tape two it. is good. Three is good. Four is good. Five is good. And Tori's made good albums. It's just like at this point, not the first I, one, but I, I, I like the first one. It was, oh, it was a lot of skits. skits. <laughs> it was a lot of skits. It was a lot of skits. But like, but it's, it's it's, it's the same with R. Yeah. Kelly. Like I acknowledge hey, he's yo. he's made some classic music. Hey, yo, and, and and yes, this like, is Armand speaking. I, like they've <laughs> obviously did they did two different things, but like I just me personally, I, I can't I don't feel right clicking his name and going mm. to listen to his music. You don't feel right, right stepping in the name of love. No, not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. Okay. Not I, I don't I don't like again, oh. those are two separate <clears throat> yeah. different conversations. Yeah, for hundred percent. Um, How'd y'all feel about him? Um I, I saw him. So one of these blogs, he was upset about not being promoted on the DSPs, Apple Music, Spotify, Title. Who Tory Lanez? Yeah, yeah. He, he, well, you gotta not eat surprised. that. Bro. You you have to eat why, that. Well, why would they want to plaster you, you front row, like yeah. knowing what you potentially did? It make yeah. it, like it's business. Like you you have to keep your image in business. You have to eat that, and then you also have to remember, like, bro, you just dropped right before Women's Month. Like, yeah, you can't yeah. have the allegations against you that you have, and then drop a project and be like, yo, plaster me everywhere. Like, Insane. there's certain things you're just gonna have to eat. Yeah. He always he he almost has like the um and I can't believe I'm referencing this guy again mm -hmm. but the whole Takashi mm. uh mindset where his numbers mean something <clears throat> to him it's something that he throws out a lot yeah. if your numbers are doing so well like you just have to eat this is it's a casualty of war mm -hmm. yep. your image and your likeness has become a casualty of war until this thing plays out and the facts are revealed yeah. and now that is when my tone may change mm -hmm. If he is in fact convicted yeah. guilty of this, mm -hmm. now it's like, fam, you've forced me not to listen to your music. But since I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because of your talent, because of your gifts, I will continue to listen to whatever I feel like I like per se. Yeah. I'm not going to push it on anybody. You know, I'm not going to knock anybody for not listening to right. you, mm -hmm. but you do have fans who are going to listen to you regardless. And even if he is yeah. guilty, there's still going to be people that 100%. listen to him mm -hmm. regardless. Yes. And you right? it right on the head. That's why I just get so confused with people like this, where it's like, yo, if it wasn't for the fans, you know, we would never be here. All right, so live by that. Yeah. Stand mm -hmm. on that then. You can't be surprised by when these big corporations that have business ties mm -hmm. don't do certain shit. Yeah. You literally just need to be happy with the people supporting you. Yep. That tells me that you ain't just happy with these people supporting you. Yeah. You, you want more. <laughs> oh, for sure. Right, he, yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. Of course. Naturally so. Um, especially, again, when your talents and your gifts don't match up, it always goes into, and we spoke about this on the last episode, I want to say Chris Brown. Yeah. Like, he doesn't really get that that pub anymore. He doesn't really get those looks anymore. You don't see him at the award shows, and partially is because he doesn't want it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure, but it's also like you know, corporations and people who put money into these things. They like to be safe. Yep. And I don't know how the baby keeps on popping up, and getting <laughs> these gigs that he gets. That boy's good. <laughs> but <laughs> they likeable. normally like He's to be very safe. The baby is very, very charismatic. Yeah. Oh, you like him. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but I, no, it's not. <laughs> but I can see like it's easy to market him. Like if yeah. I'm a company, yeah. I know how to market the baby. Have him do a crazy ass stupid trailer videos, fun stupid music video. I mean, no, the crazy music video, not stupid. He's just very likable. You just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You could just, all the shit that he's going through can go under the rug. Yeah, he's, he's the type of person you want to give a chance. Yeah. Tory's always yeah. low-key been annoying throughout his career. Like when he was coming at Drake, like mm. during the whole Joyner Lucas, Don Q stuff, like like mm. he, he's he's 
He's, he's got that oh. like annoying personality to him where it's like I don't want to like you but you do make you did make good you do make good music so it's like word I'll overlook how corny you can be mm. it's just at the point now where I can't overlook that on top of how he responded to the whole Meg situation I so can't believe just isn't it's taken me this long to pick up on the energy what happened like I can't believe it. I forgot some oh. things. Like my fandom, my fanhood, it makes me like it, I lose track of the timelines. And being that we have OVO Standman here himself, <laughs> oh, Stand of Man. course he has to like carry over whatever feelings no. that Drake and Tori had to where you wow. can't give it up for Drake. Like, no, because Drake and Tori pieced it up. Drake and Tori pieced it nah, up. Nah, but that don't mean the fans piece it up. Like, there's a lot of niggas I know who still ain't rocking with him. Maybe I'm you wanted the opps. I'm not all the fans. Like, I'm not I, all like, the fans. Like, <laughs> I, I was a vocal Tory fan. Like, even throughout the, the Drake beef. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't like how he was acting, but I liked the album he dropped this summer when their beef was really, like, active. Yeah, that was I, I, I'll tell you, I, I've, I've liked his whole discography. It's just at, the, at, at this point, I'm not, I'm not patronizing it. Got it. He's and that doesn't mean you should stop listening. Yeah, so keep listening, enjoy it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad y'all enjoy it. Yeah. But thanks, it just man. ain't me. Nah, <laughs> no, this is for you, Savon. Nah, I appreciate yeah, it. You nah, keep nah, listening, nah, buddy. I know y'all niggas gonna come in here and judge me, but like, nah, I'm that's really... the thing. It's not a judgment. See, the music is one thing about music. If it makes you feel a certain way, if it does something for you, you gotta rock with it. It don't matter how we I all feel. different. And that's the other thing I told y'all, fam. Yeah. Like, and y'all, y'all said y'all algorithms are different than mine. I didn't see any men. Um, rocking with the storyline, oh, I really didn't. Nah. I truly oh, I did saw, not. I saw. We gotta get your timeline together. It was, it's, it's primarily <laughs> men. It, it's Where's primarily this timeline? Men. Come up, come, come over here. Primarily Maybe I don't men. follow men. Yeah. Like, no, you I don't post and go either. Also. But you could. I do post. You, you post and I mean, go. I'm post so. and go, man. You know you can yeah. find me post and go. About to change yeah. my at name on you niggas. Post and go. Post and go. Yeah. Whenever these shits get mad, like oh you don't respond to me. Nah, I just post and go. But I'm I'm always scrolling because I like to see how the people feel about things, even if I'm not gonna engage myself. And I saw a lot of niggas like. Yo, yo, Tori's doing his thing. This project is going a lot. Yeah, I saw like because women are always gonna keep you where you need to be. Yep. The, the woman fan base is the most important. Mm-hmm. Women are always, mm-hmm. they're always going to give you the real temperature, how you are impacting things and people. Yep. Back to the Drake conversation, it's, al- it's almost identical with Tori. It was like, when that shit <coughs> dropped, all, most of the stories and the women were promoting it. Mm-hmm. And without any shame or guilt, and again, we still have to wait for the facts to come out before I can really speak to it, but just from an artistry level, I am comfortable saying we lost the better artists in this cancel culture climate because mm. Meg's music does nothing for me. Mm. Um, I'm not ever shaking my ass, so it can't really do much for me. Um, but that's not even true because I like Cardi B's music because mm. it has a little bit of relatability. Um, mm. What's that song that she... It was one of the better songs on... Um, Invasion uh, of Privacy. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the song. But yeah. just because... And I don't want people to hear us and think just because it's a woman rapper or a female artist or a woman artist speaking that we can't rock with it or listen to it because there has been a few songs, far and few between, but you know when it just clicks with you where it's something that you can relate to, right? Mm-hmm. Meg, I never got that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's nice in the moment when I got the hookah and I got some drinks and I got some women around me. That's cool. But like, there's a song um, that, that I'll play by Cardi, and I was like, yo, I can feel her on this. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, unfortunately, I've made a woman feel like this, right. and I get it. Is it through your phone or a ring? Uh, it's it's loading now. If y'all want to just not mean, yeah. Let me pull this up. I can understand that, but you know, at the end of the day, I feel like you know, Tory. Tori is <laughs> Tori is trying to do things to like 
I think he's in a race of time right now with like what he got going on with the courts and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly uh, of what he's done, and he's managing artists, and he's trying to get back into the mix. Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to get back into the mix, you do you do just kind of want to be accepted by mm-hmm. everyone, but right. it's hard. I got it. If you, if you want to take a listen, this, yeah. this is the yeah, song. Yeah, I'm gonna take a listen. Ah, it's a goodie. This, hopefully, it loads. But the song is um, "Be Careful" oh. by Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Be, car- mean. be careful is such a song where yeah. it, it timed out. But whatever, go listen to the song. We don't, to that even, boy we, don't, we don't need to get flagged anyway. But "Be Careful" was the name of the song that I was thinking of. Right. Yeah. And you could just feel that from a woman's perspective, like, "Yo, fam, be careful with me, my nigga. Yeah. Like, I go fucking suck your friend's dick all I want, my nigga. Stop <laughs> playing with me. Like, Yo, you know, don't yeah. do that to me." But that's what she's saying. It's like, Please and, and as a nigga, we know. Yeah. Why you gotta go there though? <laughs> so, like you ain't gotta say all that. My, I'll be careful. I never got one of those from from Meg. My, my my question for you is, because I think there's a difference between Meg and Cardi and Tori. Cardi and Tori are kind of dual threats. Like Cardi sings a little bit. Right. Tori obviously is known more for his singing than his rapping, but mm-hmm. but they're dual threat artists. Meg is mainly a rapper. Um, so I, I think because Cardi and Tori do more and you also go off a of feeling and they've made R&B type records, right. I think that might speak to why they've been more relatable and you felt them more. But like, you know, with Meg just being a rapper and, and like she's a really hard, aggressive, gritty, you know, like mm-hmm. type of type of rapper. So like, is, is that something that, that you generally like? Like, how do you feel about like Nicki Minaj or Remy Ma or Rhapsody right. or, or rappers like that who are women? Mm, that's right. a great question. Right. Um, I want to say when it comes, let's say Nikki. Let's start with Nikki. Yeah. I think Nikki's talent is just unmatched and underappreciated. Yeah, 100%. like just from a talent standpoint. Yeah. Um, and I also have heard Nikki give out some of those same bars as Cardi, where it's like, "Yo, fam, don't play with me." Yep. Like as a woman, as an alpha woman who who is holding you down, don't play with me. I've heard those kind of bars, and even if I haven't, I've heard like um, just pure skill and talent. Mm. You know, so there's a little bit more because even the skill and talent, you can feel that. Yeah. Even if I can't relate to it, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. Like Meg hasn't given me anything that I could feel, whether it's a skill from a skill point, uh, from a, a lyrical point, from a melodic point, even on a feature. Like there's not a song that she's featured on either that I could think of where it was like, yo, I felt that. Mm. You know, like, imagine if somebody, let's say Kalani. I love Kalani. Mm-hmm. Me too. Imagine if a Kalani brought Meg into her world of I'm hurt or I'm going through something or a nigga made me feel this way. And now we get something that we can feel from mm-hmm. Meg. I, don't, more, I never had that. I don't know that. more vulnerable. They actually have a song together, too. They yeah. do? Yeah. Oh, on, shit. Uh, I didn't even know that. Well, well, the album she dropped last March, what was it? It might have been called Fever. No, Fever was her mixtape in 2019. I forget what the March oh, one the was. newspaper and all of that shit? Uh, no, that, that was her that most was recent album. That was the debut album, mm-hmm. uh, Good News. I forget what this this mm-hmm. tape was, but she dropped it like March, right around when her contract stuff was going on, mm-hmm. in, like March 2020. Uh, Kaylani's on it. Oh, so you dope. want her to be a bit more vulnerable because all those artists you named are individuals who've gotten vulnerable, right? Like Kaylani's gotten vulnerable mm-hmm. with like turmoil in her relationships. Yes. Cardi was being vulnerable about things in her marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Tori was being vulnerable to events that he wanted to speak about. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's kind of what you're missing from her music. I could agree with that. I could agree with that. I wouldn't say she's like lost because she's still making music. And honestly, with the cancel culture thing, I don't really think anyone gets canceled anymore. I hate when people come up. I I hate when people go, yo, why did you cancel someone? I didn't. It's it's impossible. It's it's weak. Cancel culture is not as strong as the people in it think it is. It's not a thing. Because if, if you're canceled, you disappear off the face of the earth. You're not, you're not that, making money. People, that's people what don't care about you. Like, you can't do anything. Yeah, people you, don't If there's still no routes for you. for you to do something, you're not canceled. Yeah. 
Like if if title Apple Music didn't allow for you to upload your music tour, you were canceled mm-hmm. because you're an artist and you make music and that's how you make your money. Yep. Because certain amounts of people don't like you, you're not canceled. That's life. No one is not everyone is gonna like you here. I hate I hate I'm canceled. No one canceled nobody because I was just real. talking to my boy about this this week. I'm like, bro, I didn't cancel Tory. I'm just not in the mood for Tory. You, 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 guys remember, you guys remember when Doja Cat was canceled for like a month? And, and then she's like, not, not for me. Everyone's going crazy over her. I don't know about Josh. I ain't, I ain't, yeah, I ain't well, we can't get canceled. Which is exactly what I'm saying. Like, I had jokes for her. Yeah, oh, me too. Me too. Feet in, feet in chat rooms. Yeah. yeah. I had jokes. But again, she transcends more than Alex's opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> There's no the way you can be canceled anymore. Canceled for you is not canceled for us. So. What do y'all think of people trying to uh, cancel Versus? <laughs> the three of us are all entrepreneurs here. You feel oh, me? The man. three of us are all entrepreneurs here. We all are trying to build something. Yeah. There was a lot of controversy around uh, Jay Z's deal, uh, selling his stake, selling his company to Jack Dorsey. Uh, shout out to Jack Dorsey. I was thinking about it the other day. He doesn't give a fuck about me, but shout out to him <laughs> anyway because um, if it wasn't for his creation. I wouldn't have been able to reach out to the the person to Joe and get an opportunity off of Twitter. Yep. So I thought about it just how like one person can spark something and then it's like this amazing fucking thing. Yeah. He has no idea how many lives he's changed. Yeah. Cuz I'm sure I'm not the only story um out via Twitter. Twitter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, uh Jay-Z, he sold his thing and now we have uh the report of Timbaland and Swiss, they sold verses to Triller. Mm-hmm. Um and people are trying to cancel verses. They're saying the last ones was weak, and we don't have to stick on the individual <laughs> verses. Uh, but my guy, somebody, the Petty King, he is the true Petty King. <laughs> but 50 Cent, he said that uh, verses should be over, and rappers only do it out of desperation. Now, again, we're staying here on music, wow. people. I know, I know we're going to get back to our relationship bag uh, <laughs> shortly. But since I have two guys who are so musically inclined, music mm-hmm. industry inclined, hopefully I do take this information and you learn a little bit. But how do y'all feel about uh, 50 Cent saying that? He also has some words for Jeezy, my guy. Um, damn, I like a lot of people. What the fuck? I got a short list. <laughs> you a fan. I, I, I am a fan. <laughs> but uh, he also has some words for Jeezy. He said yeah. Jeezy only did it at that time. He allowed the disrespect from Gucci because the greater good was he was trying to sell records. Mm. He was trying to sell an album because if you recall, Jeezy dropped an album within that same week, same two week. weeks, right. or whatever, yeah. right. of the verses with Jeezy, which I'm pretty sure was the biggest verses to date, right? One of them. Up there. One of them. Definitely yeah. up there. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how do y'all feel about those two sentiments and statements from, from 50 Cent? There's a few things to address there. I don't think rappers do verses out of desperation. And there's been a lot of rappers and artists who have dropped new music right around when their verses happened. Uh, when when it was Usher. Oh, no, when it was um, Lil Jon versus T-Pain. I was about to say, I missed that they, one. They, Damn. They, yeah. They <laughs> dropped the Lil Jon, Ludacris, and, and Usher single. Uh-huh. Keisha Cole and Ashanti right. dropped new music yeah. after their verses. Yeah. Um, but isn't that a little bit that speaks to what 50 saying like fam these are people it, that I'm never checking for your music on the regular mm. but now that you got this spotlight you want to drop a little single for me like that's, that's just cool. business though like it's it's basically their version of a press run because you can't go you, people aren't necessarily going to radio stations as much like you're not able to tour do meet and greets so the verses is like oh shit like Keisha Cole is versus Ashanti cool and it's like and then you hear all Keisha Cole's classics you're like oh wow she really had t- early 2000s on lock and then she drops new music so it, it just gets people invested in her again so I, I just see it as business and promotion, really. I don't know if it's necessarily desperate, but I, I think people artists do it more for appreciation than desperation. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those artists are at a point in their career where they feel like, you Watch know, 
I, I wouldn't say, all right, maybe some of them washed Cause, up. Because there's been a lot yeah, of current yeah. ones. Like, Ross and 2 Chains weren't sure. doing it for desperation. Like sure, they're, sure. They're active, and people still are very invested in them. Well, if right. you asked 50 Cent, he might have said, uh, <laughs> he would have. He would have. Desperation. He but a lot of those people just looking for, like, the credit now, right? Like, you know, do y'all know what my catalog is like? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me show you what I've written. Shit, let me show you what I've even featured on. So I'll, maybe, uh, for me, more appreciation and desperation. And, but to his point, because I did watch that uh, interview, Versus does I hate to say it because I love I love a, bl- a, a a good business right but it does feel like something that was supposed to be for the pandemic. I'm really mm-hmm. gonna be be like a thousand <clears throat> with y'all because once outside fully opens up and we've been seeing it as of recent like it, it's starting to look like Corona is still here y'all don't get it yeah. fucked up mm-hmm. right COVID is still around but it's starting to look like. People are trying to open more venues. We're seeing more shows now. Festivals coming Festivals up. Festivals are coming up. A lot of artists. I don't know how easy it's going to be to have everyone in their crib, you know, locked into an app when outside is open to really garner the amount of people that Versus has garnered before. Mm. You know, so I'm really stuck between that because yeah. once outside opens, we could we could go outside to a concert. We could go to the club. Like, I could see some real interaction, some real, in the, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, live uh, performance in my face. So I don't know. I, I feel like Versus is going to try to convert to, like, a live type of thing as well. Like, mm. people have been talking about beat battles for a, for a while, like, wanting to see a live beat battle. So I feel like Versus is going to try to do, like, a Versus show yeah. at some point and actually have people there. Well, will it go over as well? I, I don't know because again like you said like it was it was the pandemic it was creative it was like you know we were able to give people their flowers and stuff so it was different but live I don't know how much I'm gonna want to hear a back and forth between two artists unless I'm really invested in the artists yeah so I don't, I don't it'll be interesting to see what they try to do because you're right like people are outside now like and and Speaking even if they're getting like a lot of viewers like it's it's just different because it's, it's like a full on production now versus is definitely like a big production and honestly um i feel like a lot of people just feel like oh you know they've sold majority stake in it we don't have anything that's ours my i guess my argument to that is sometimes we need to get into bigger places to do mm-hmm. bigger things yeah. you know and hopefully i can understand that one day you know and then it's cool because the way or, or what they did was anybody who participated in versus before it became a thing they all got stake in it and yeah. they all got paid for it yeah so I don't know I, I I just think I don't know It was a good move For me Yeah And I think Black people We have to kind of stop Because the overarching Argument that I heard About this deal And Jay Z's deal mm-hmm. Was that Striking You sold it To the white man Right That is the consensus Of that two black men Took a black owned business And sold it To the man <laughs> I don't view it that way because they're still black people. Just mm-hmm. because they're rich and famous, that doesn't exclude who they are or where they came from. Yeah. And also, whatever equity or whatever money that they receive, they're able to employ other on, black yeah. people. Yeah. You make you make that point. Let me make this point. The Jay-Z deal, I think the people, the, the part people are not making like a big spectacle to me, which is really mm-hmm. important, is Jay-Z as a, a black man, Squarespace is a financial institution. What is a financial institution? Mm-hmm. That is a bank. So Jay-Z now has a board seat at a U.S. basically bank. Mm-hmm. Do you guys understand the opportunities that can come from that? Exactly. It, it, it goes way deeper than, than, than the surface sees. Sometimes you yeah. got to use the vehicle to kind of propel you to where you want to mm-hmm. be. You know, but it, it's bigger than that. And I hope y'all see it one day. Yeah. For a black man to have a board seat at a financial institution in the United States of America. Yeah. I don't think y'all understand what that means. And and, and then, Armand, real quick before yeah, sure. you go. Please. 
but please don't forget to mention that in both these deals, both of these deals, artists broke bread. Yeah. With People the title ate. deal. If you was if you was rocking with Hove, there's I, I saw a list of artists. There was Usher, mm-hmm. um, there was a few. There was Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. all the people pretty much who was in that commercial to announce, hey, this is title before the artist, before the creators, whatever. Yep. They all Kanye had West. stake in it. Kanye West, yeah. all of these people. So when Hove sold, you got bread if you was rocking with him and if you was in that deal. When Swizz and um and, and Timbo, Timbaland sold, everybody who started with Versus before it got sold to Apple, mm-hmm. before it was a big production, going back to drunk Sean Garrett, like mm-hmm. everybody else got paid around those deals. So the deals aren't even just centered around those three individuals because the black people around them ate. Yep. And then don't forget about the staff of all of those black entities. Like, stop, take your feelings out of this shit. These artists are businesses. Mm -hmm. Your favorite athlete, I don't care how fast he runs, how high he jumps, how whatever he does, when he steps off of that court, because he's only on the court for a few hours, when he's no longer on the court and he walks outside of the arena, he is a business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they employ who they decide. Most of them look like us. Most people, and LeBron James is an amazing example of this. You get an opportunity, you become a business, and now you put your people in place to run those things. Exactly. And now it's up to your people to sink or swim. You're either going to figure it out. I'm going to make you my my, my tour manager, right? You got to figure out how to be a tour manager. I got the money. I know how to tour. I know I need to tour, but I don't want to just go give it to somebody. Most artists and creatives and business people, like, even we do this shit, bro. How many times, like, shit, when we had to run the pool party? Yo, Alex, yo, I need you to pull up. I need hands on decks. Yo, I'm going to call my brother. Yo, bro, like, yeah. that's what you do. You give your people opportunities. Yeah. So people, people have to trust. stop being so surface with, yo, we so sold surface. this to the white man. We sold this to the man. <laughs> Niggas are selling now. You only care about him. You're a capitalist. Da, 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 da. Nigga, you better adjust or you're going to die. Yeah. Yo, like, a, a, how much money do you think he like the guy's rich already billionaire this is like you already have billions I, yeah. after a certain point you got to start looking at bigger plays y'all Word. That, that's 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 kind of open your eyes op- i'm glad you said open your eyes open your eyes it's important man, man. like people critique things too intensely in the moment like i, I like to live by a wait and see like I, I like to let things fail before Yo, me too. predicting that they're failure that's what i was telling you with tory no. lane no, no it wasn't it's different so you to wait and see if yeah. you shot her wait not listen oh, no. yeah man it's a little different we'll see wait and see I, I see your angle but it's a little different it's a little different really is it it is, it is. What, you want to know why it was a little different for me honestly and i'm not no, we don't gotta go back we're not I, I just we're not we're not we're not i'm gonna just say this real quick and we out of here like <laughs> the whole time with the whole black lives matter thing and mm-hmm. a lot of what i was hearing was protect black women yep and i'm gonna just leave it there because mm. y'all can't be on protect black women and then when a black woman is telling her of her plights, we're not trying to hear it. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to make it make sense. I'm trying to stay consistent here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's it. Yeah. That's all. But um, in terms of staying consistent, I wanted to go back to the clip that we started in the beginning of the show. Because that is what we do each show. Come on, Segway. I'm surprised you uh, mm-hmm. chose that clip, knowing how you feel about academics. Like, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. like, me and I, like, we fly low key, Oh, y'all I cool. Think. I think. Y'all kick it. That's your like, he, Nah, he threw me like some love on his live stream. Oh. oh. He was like, yo, you know. Say, I, I'm, 
not, I'm not gonna repeat what he said, but you know, he had some issues with niggas I work with uh-huh. outside of Joe. Right, right. And then he's like, Yeah, you know the nigga save on. Like, I didn't really like the tone of yo, you know that nigga, but oh, he showed a little love. So that's your homie. So like how y'all cool? Y'all game together? I'm not saying we cool though, because I don't <laughs> know. Y'all, y'all switch together? Nah. Niggas definitely play Fortnite together. <laughs> we okay. never did that, but we okay. never did that. Cod, Call of Duty? Nope, no. Nah, okay. I've never I, met Act. I don't got yeah, I don't got no problem with Act, man. We all out here doing what we gotta do, doing business things. And at the end of the day, he got a platform. He talking about shit. So I don't got that he created too. That he created too. I, yeah. Kevin you you, you got to give him respect for that. Yeah. I, I don't like how he goes about things sometimes, yeah. but I, I respect the brand that he's yeah. built. It's too much time. money to be getting out here. I'm too worried about myself. To exactly. Tight that exactly. exactly. That's, that makes no sense. But respect. yeah, um, shout out to Act because he kind of he told us a story that kind of like man that shit kind of woke me up. Uh, long story short, they they saying J Cole was in the studio for about eight hours waiting for NBA YoungBoy. NBA YoungBoy is a really really big artist with this new generation now he streams a lot on youtube he's he, you can really call him a youtube artist at this point like yeah. that's kind of where like the his his label and his music kind of goes first it's, it's mm-hmm. all a youtube thing so um yeah um also a young guy mm-hmm. you know with a lot going on a lot of kids a lot of kids i mean you know dropping dick off in every state <laughs> <Wow>. apparently like, <laughs> not even kidding you got mad kids uh, well, you, sometimes <laughs> you just want to procreate you know what I'm saying? Nah, but nah. you don't. God though. said, be, "Be fruitful and prosper." <laughs> but when you get herpes, like Especially that's God saying, Allegedly, "Slow down." I don't know nothing about that. But now, like now with this new stimulus, you're getting three K for each kid, so nah, he's he, 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 he about to rack up. Oh, oh, he's he about to rack up. <laughs> he's stimulated. He's stimulated. <laughs> but um, I found it interesting in that you know someone so young in the game, at least you know, would kind of flop on an offer from J Cole. For eight hours, J. Cole said he waited in the studio. One hour went past, two hour went past, three hour went past. He even texted. Nah, that nigga did a shift in the studio. <laughs> oh, <Bro. yeah. laughs> nigga signed in his staff. <laughs> nigga probably had two meals in that time. Like, to be waiting for a nigga for so long, you had two meals. Like, Might have taken a nap. Like. <laughs> now, do y'all feel that that was offensive? Do you feel like um, NBA young boy missed out on an opportunity? Like, how do y'all feel about that scenario? I- I'll tell you how I feel, but. When you, when you hear uh, J. Cole was waiting for, yeah. a, you know, an artist that's kind of newer compared to him. <laughs> now, Armand, you, right, did how not, feel? you did not enter the studio with a Dreamville shirt on. So I don't <laughs> know exactly where you're about to take us. Yeah. But I do want to preface this with, you know, J. Cole, he's a great. Mm-hmm. You know, he's great. Okay. He may not be Drake. I, I see where it's going. I see uh-huh. where it's going. But you know, I I just want to hear your stance on it before I go. I, I I'm a big J Cole fan, but again, I try to be as objective as possible. I think for NBA YoungBoy, it was a great opportunity to work with Cole. Cole is very invested in the young generation. If you look at his collabs more recently, we've seen mm-hmm. you know Black and with uh, Moneybag. Yo, Moneybag Yo is not like a young artist. He's been around for a bit, but that's a collab you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, Twenty One Savage, Cole like that sound with Offset. Yeah, like that that generation of music so you know I I can see Cole and Youngboy making something really dope and Mm -hmm. you know for me personally I I hate my time being wasted so if we agree to go to the studio and you don't pull up that sucks but also that's part of the music business Mm -hmm. T-Pain told the story of how Travis Scott flopped on the studio with him like artists flop on each other all the time and I'm sure Mm -hmm. NBA Youngboy has a lot going on for himself so you know communication probably would have been best in that situation but you know also this young generation of artists they don't necessarily understand the gravity of someone like J. Cole wanting to work with them sometimes like NBA Young boy is on top of the world, according to YouTube. In his like, world, in, in, in his world, he's yeah. doing his thing. So he might not have understood the opportunity that he had. He 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 might be disrespectful. I don't, I don't know him personally. I can't speak for that. But like some of them mm-hmm. don't respect the opportunities and like 
people extending their hand to them. So he genu- he might have genuinely not wanted to be there. So you know we, we don't really know the backstory there, but uh, that's it's definitely crazy to hear. I think I think this should be a learning opportunity for the younger generation because opportunity and, and I don't know their their work relationship. I don't yeah. know if they have a history. I don't know anything, yeah. right? Word. But I do know that there's etiquette in business. Mm-hmm. I do know that opportunities don't really come for most people that are that grand. Yeah. Um, and I won't hold it against young boy. I don't know young boy. I don't know much about him. I know, like I said, he got a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. I heard he got some fucking herpes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, this is what I heard. Yeah. I'm not putting this on him. I don't know what this nigga got going on. Word. And I know, like, you know, from, from what I've seen, he's about that life. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really with the shits at all times, right? Mm-hmm. And most people like that that I've encountered, they don't really care what's going on in your world. Yeah. They don't really care what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, Lil Wayne, he is oblivious. He was on top of the world. (laughs) And if you talk to him in 2021, it's almost as if you're speaking to him in 1999. Mm. Because they just get so ingrained in them that they may not understand or care or be aware of the perceptions of others. So for me, when I hear it, I just hear a young artist not really understanding the magnitude of it or just not caring to be a part of that. Because who knows what kind of record they was going to make, right? Yeah. We've heard, like, J. Cole, J. Cole, excuse me, can get in any type of bag. Yeah. Any type of bag. It would have been a good record. Yeah. We, you know? We've we, heard we, a Hem and Young Thug song know. that was yeah, still man. one of my favorites. I forgot London. They, yeah. went on, they went on tour together. Like, it was yeah. one of the yeah. coolest tours. I went to that. I, I saw that show live. Like, yeah, I hard. felt that energy, the, the balance between both of them. And I think a lot of people need to give J. Cole a little bit more credit for being a chameleon. Mm-hmm. Although he doesn't sing, although he's not doing that whole shit. He be he, singing. He's not an R&B singer, but he be nah, singing Nah, but his vocals is ass on that front. Yeah, it's more raw. It's it's more for the emotion, not not for going on a crazy run. <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? You're not gonna hear no I'll Usher or Maxwell type shit from him. Nah, but that's not right. what he's trying to do. Right? He's not, not gonna, gonna be crooning like good. <laughs> nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, he he like, can hold a note better than a lot of these other rappers. Like him and Big sing. Sean. Like when Big Sean be singing, I'd be like, Yo, fam, like stick to the spirituality. <laughs> like I don't need like to hear your vocals. You like your shorty you do that real well. <laughs> so we're gonna put this like a lot on the like a I guess the generation because he just ain't giving a fuck. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see Drake? doing that with a Jay-Z absolutely not right because but they understand the magnitude of it again I don't know what J. Cole's numbers are but if young boys biggest his demographic is in YouTube and he only cares about feeding the YouTube like for him a a, a collaboration with somebody like Lil Uzi yeah might be more presentable might be more impact for him those two are peers yeah but that's what I'm saying Mm -hmm. because their demographic Mm -hmm. feeds that same streets like a a Kodak Black you want to know what kind of obsessed me the most about this honestly like we we, in order for like like music to transcend the correct way you have to collab with different styles yep and that's kind of what what gets me tight about this because Yes, we need a J. Cole NBA Youngboy joint mm-hmm. because the kids coming up that are making music in the next five, six years or making music currently, they have to see how to tap into different styles right, yeah. with what they do. And J. Cole is a lyrical, miracle dude, right? So I'm always fascinated when he could find, Drake does this well too, find his pockets with that newer generation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. doing that is very important because after a while, if we don't, 
continue to combine the two, it's only going to be one sound left. Mm -hmm. And that bothers me. I'm like that 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 really scares me too. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of the new sound. Yeah. But if you know me too, man, I listen to a lot of shit. I listen to Erica Badu. Mm -hmm. I listen to Sade. I listen I listen to so much weird shit to y'all or to other people who may not as listen to me. Mm -hmm. My whole point is I can still listen to the new shit too. I love mm -hmm. Thug. I love yeah. NBA Youngboy. I do. I enjoy yeah. his music. But it's important for me as a music listener and lover to listen to the both styles. What are you? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're good. So if we get away from that, that saddens me. What do you listen to when you're heartbroken? What do I listen to when I'm heartbroken? Um, no one particular, but I'll tell you this. Like, I look for like uh, like lo-fi type R&B. Like, I look for those types of artists. Okay, yeah. now, yeah. for those who are stupid like myself, <laughs> what does lo-fi mean? Lo-fi is just the way the beat is produced mm -hmm. on those R&B. Like, they're, they're a bit slower. Example. Moody. Mood, they're stuff. a bit like moody. I'm just, so, like a black... Yeah, yeah. Early black. And we have maybe? this the real black stand. Yeah, black my dog. Yeah. Oh, you're a black yeah, stand. This the real black. Hey, let's talk black. about some yeah, R&B. Yeah. Fuck these rap let's niggas. Go. Go. <laughs> with the shit, baby. Let's do it. That's, That's the real. Now, black. Yeah. I, all right. So I ask you the same question, Armand. Yeah. Uh, what do you listen to when I, I'm gonna assume all of us have been heartbroken at some point yeah, in time? Yeah, like I know you're a great man, you do great things, but I, I don't believe you're above heartbreak. Absolutely not. No, one. absolutely not. I was I was heartbroken recently. Yeah. Yeah. I was in your close friends. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, 2020, <laughs> man, uh, went through a rough breakup early 2020. Uh, that was the month that the Brent album came out, so I was listening Ooh. to that a lot. A lot of division. You got mm -hmm. saved. Kaylani, uh, Summer Walker, her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know Drake's R&B type stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Similar to Alex, like. It, it, like I named some specific artists, but this it's more the tempo, the yeah. mood of the music. Like there so, is one record for me though. Mm, What's up? I ain't even gonna lie. I just finally, thought about it. I, no, I, had, no I, I just have to think we about stumbled shit. Stumbled across. Yeah, yeah. Jaded by Drake. Ah oh, man. Woo. Leaving me, dipping out on me. Already. Okay. Got okay. Vocals. That's my okay. shit. Okay. That's like if I, did. you know what I'm saying, that's what I get that's into. That's what she did. You know what I'm saying? Uh, why that's she did it? Why you? Definitely one of them. That's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah, that joint hit. That joint hit home. I was in a relationship when it came out, and it still hit home. Because you just think back to when you were jaded previously. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know you're gonna be jaded again at some point in life. Yes. So it's like, damn, bro. Like, Drake. Well, why'd you do this? Why you do that to me on that? So black. <clears throat> black is your guy. Black is your go-to. Um. I like Black too. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of his. What is it? Because all right, people like myself, I stay away. Like <laughs> I'm about to tell on myself. Yeah, go ahead, do it. That's what why, you're doing. Why, why not? Like yeah, this we're, is we're, our shit. This is what we do here. here. We're not gonna change, right? I've been told that I am <clears throat> emotionally unavailable. Ooh. Right. <laughs> so this is what. But I you're mad heard, emotional. But I don't. But <laughs> I am Alex. <laughs> You think I'm emotional? Yes. For real? Yes. I mean, uh, in real life. So, so yes. someone who admits they listen to music based on the feeling and how it makes them feel—that speaks to emotional <laughs> like, to me. Armand, am I? Yeah, like, like, nah, that's like, I know. But nah, nah, I never thought and, I was and, that and though. Here's the thing: emotional gets yeah. a negative connotation. Exactly. Like, yeah. All humans have emotions. We're Facts. emotional. It's just oh. how you express your emotion. Ah. So if you're impulsive and like erratic with it, then it's like, oh yeah, emotional towards the negative side. Okay. I feel like you're emotional is you're in touch with your emotions. Hey. You're aware of them and yeah. you. Understand Understand how you feel and how to yeah. best kind of create an environment where you're mm -hmm. okay feeling that way. Exactly. Yeah, I like you, bro. Yeah, I, you <laughs> gotta come back. Like, I go to therapy, man. Nah, you gotta come back and sit yeah. in this chair again. Yeah. That's that you therapy talk. Therapy, man. Yeah. Five years yeah. strong. Five how long years you been strong. going to therapy? Five years. Five years. Five years. What it's, made you go? 
Uh, because five years ago, and I'm, I'm assuming we're around the same age, mm -hmm. five years ago probably put you in your early 20s, I late was 21. Teen. Okay, yeah, 21. so five years ago. And, and what made you make that decision? Because I don't believe five years ago, and I actually went to therapy too, mm -hmm. but I don't believe five years ago it was cool to go to therapy. Absolutely You know, not. like it is today. Like today, you almost get like, Pussy off saying, hey, I hate therapy. that shit though. I, I hate it because fly mental health is 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 trendy now. People are using mm -hmm. it as a trend. You know, tweeting good vibes, protect your mental health, all that, and it's like it's it's so much deeper than that. It's so much deeper than a tweet than a quote. Like you like. You know, people go through real shit. Like, mm -hmm. like, I, like, I hate when people use the term mental illness to speak to something that isn't actually a mental illness. Because mm -hmm. there are people with actual mental illnesses and mm -hmm. they, they that they can't control. So, you know, like, uh, uh, girls being crazy and, like, you know, going through your phone because they're insecure. That's not a mental illness. That's just... The, no, it's it's not. Nah, that, that's just them off. having trust nah. issues, and it might be because of how they know you were before y'all got together. Nah, like, but if you don't trust me, you got mental illness. Nah, <laughs> no, you nah. don't. Nah, it's, it's, for real it's, Trust issues is not like, a I'm mental a, illness. I'm a good nigga. What the fuck, you not trusting me? Well, she never seen that before. Like, what you mean? Yeah, <laughs> that's meant. That gotta be under <laughs> the umbrella. Nah. No. Not trusting a no. black man in a relationship? No. What the fuck? No. Something's wrong with no. you. <laughs> Mental Don't issues figure it out. Are, it's something like oh. neurological that you can't control. Like you can overcome trust issues. It, it takes a lot of internal work and like sometimes not not even a therapist can help and you know I, I said like I go to therapy but I don't want to present myself as a superior being who has a stronger mind than people who right, knows right. more I don't mm -hmm. I just think that I'm better than who I used to be because of my experiences in, in therapy like they've made me so much more aware of myself and being aware of yourself helps you to be aware of other people because mm -hmm. there are certain traits in yourself that you might not like and you see it in other people and you're like why does that bother me so much it's like oh I used to be that way so I, I know mm -hmm. what they're not doing to fix this in themselves mm. so that's why that bothers me so much so like i'm, I'm a lot more like See, cautious with people i love that like you said self-aware mm -hmm. i think that's the reason why a lot of people go through things <laughs> yeah. and beef with people yeah people are, and Savon's laughing because this is like a word i've been using with him since the day i met him bro no our last oh, episode oh. is titled Self-awareness. <laughs> oh, Episode 130. It's so important to be self-aware because, you yeah, know, man. a lot of the times you don't know you're being trouble to, troublesome to someone, mm -hmm. annoying to someone. Yeah. You may not, you're like, yo, why does this person feel this way about me? Whole time, because you're not self-aware of reading the room and reading the situation, mm -hmm. you, 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 you hating everything. It's not that they hate you, mm -hmm. but because you're not being self-aware of what you're doing to this person, how you mm -hmm. actively are, you're gonna you're gonna be like yo people don't want to be around me for projection yeah. it's projection and then it starts like it, it goes so much more deeper than what people understand because once you can self-identify with what uh, uh gets you tight what you don't like mm -hmm. now you want to put that respect with everyone else you deal with mm -hmm. yeah. okay I, I know how armand is i know how St uh Savon is i know the pockets to talk to him and this and that and mm -hmm. i really just hope we get that i'm, I'm glad you're going to therapy to kind of like it's amazing, help bro. with that life changing life changing that's dope yeah but uh to answer your question because we kind of went off yeah uh, that's what we do I, I started in back in 2016 i was going through a really really rough patch in my life wasn't doing well in school had to take some time off take classes elsewhere i was dealing with some shit with my ex and i, I was just i was going crazy like my, my mind was just all over the place and Whoa. you know i was lashing out on my parents too and, my, and so mm -hmm. they suggested to me like you know maybe you should talk to someone and and, you know, that stigma around therapy is like, oh, you go to therapy, you're crazy. Like, you need this person to help you fix all your issues. And so I, I, it took me some time to get cool with my therapist and really open up because that's mm -hmm. how I viewed it. But when I really 
humbled myself and let go of the pride, the ego, the entitlement thing. I know everything and like really let them in and had those conversations. Like I saw mm-hmm. a really positive change in myself and I'm at such a good place now mentally where shit that, bo- that bothered me a year ago don't bother me as much now because mm-hmm. I know... 90% of life is how we react to things. Like, like 90% mm. of our reactions, rather, has to do with us. It, mm-hmm. Like, a person might do something to you and it bothers you, but you got to look within yourself to be like, hmm, why did this get to me? That's <laughs> why it's so hard for me to make decisions so quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, like, I think, like, like, I think, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Uh, Joke's on you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay, bro. It's okay. It's funny. Yo, oh my God! Wait, Armand, what was the last thing you just said? You remember that I'm shit? Sorry, Alex. Um, yeah, you were just saying how being self-aware. Nah, he said nope. something else. Fuck. Damn it! Ninety percent of our our Not, reactions have to do with us. Yes, ninety percent. Yeah, you, yes, yes, ninety yeah, percent. You got to look within yourself and figure out why certain things get to you. This boy, this boy really been going to therapy. <laughs> Life changing. I, I suggest it to everyone. It, it might not work for you, and that's okay. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it's, it's, it's the fix all, but mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to at least try it. But you really got to let go of that stigma and the preconceived notions of it. Like, you're not sitting on someone's couch with them with a notepad. Like, like I, I, I don't lay on the couch. I sit on it, and like, he, he does have a notepad, but <laughs> no, like. I'll be laying down. Yeah, that's what's up. That's dope. I, 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 I kind of wish I could. I take my shoes off. Oh, you, you close. Like, you always take your shoes off. That's what's up. I, 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 yo. Yeah, I really hate shoes. But when I've gone to therapy, yeah. it's been some years that I've gone. Um, just, you know, travel purposes, work yeah. purposes. And then when you kind of feel in a better space, in a better mental space, like when you broke, you just can't really afford that shit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to health insurance. Yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at that at all. Um, I'm about to turn 26, though, so I'm like, you know, I, I, I need to get these benefits so yes, I can keep it going. Yes, so I can keep it going. I hate that, that I didn't go to the dentist before January <laughs> because now, like, something's fucking up in my mouth. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think the, the, the stigma around therapy um, I hate it. it's, it's harmful. And it's dope that you kind of wear that on your shoulder. Yeah. It's proud. How has it helped you in like your professional life? Because I know for me, if Ooh. if my mental is not straight, like mm-hmm. uh, around the time that you emailed us, let's go back to the emails. Around yeah. that time, I had just moved into my apartment January 1st. So I'm moving around the holidays. Horrible idea. Mm-hmm. But I felt trapped in the space that I was in. I felt yeah. mentally trapped in the place that I was in. And I knew in order for me to break through, I had to start the year off in a new environment. Right. I made such a brash decision to move in the fucking Upper East Side of Manhattan, bro. I have no business being there. I'll be honest. Yes, you do. No, I really don't, bro. No, for <laughs> real. I'm serious. I really have no business being where I am. Why you say that? Because yeah, it's almost like you just, you, you skip some steps. Like, I'm the king of skipping steps. Mm. It's like, also, when I meet a woman, I just want to go on vacation with you. Like, I don't even really want to get to know you. I feel that. I just want to go. Like, yeah, let's go somewhere. I'm king oh. of the, the skip stepper. Oh, my mm. God. I just remember what I was talking about now when you, you when you say that. Yes, keep going. No, do you think? Oh, get to your go. point. Get to it, your point. It goes, it goes right to that. I think that's why I have a difficult ability, like, answering things in the moment. Mm. Because you like to think. I, I literally, things. like, I'm really one of those. And, yeah. like, sometimes... As you should. It, it kind of... But, see, people don't really respect that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that now. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, sometimes it feels like your back is against the wall. But it's like, yo, I'm trying to make, like, the most logical answer from this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it's while everyone is just going off of what they think, they mm-hmm. think is going... I'm over here, like, really trying to... Wow. This mm-hmm. really was... This has been great. <laughs> you got to come here more. <laughs> and then when you brought to. that I up, it to. made me think about, like, when you use like, the skipping steps. Mm-hmm. Oh, I... I, I it, it looks like I'm... 
I'm not taking this step because I'm analyzing so mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, see, I'm, I'm the opposite. Mm. Like, I, I was living, I felt mm. trapped. I felt like, yo, I need to change. I need to get on my own. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in my parents' crib. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't really date a woman because, mm. yeah. yo, like, I'm not the guy. And, and outside of us being in a pandemic, I'm not the guy to be like, yo, meet me at the club. Like, I'm not trying to go to the <laughs> yeah. club. I like an intimate setting. Yeah. But yeah. now, hey, there's no intimate settings outside because everything's closed. Mm-hmm. How can I really have that connection with anybody, any woman, period, in my mom's basement? Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it. Like, yeah. I'm just not doing that shit. I don't yeah. give a fuck if you're willing to bust it on the couch. I don't give yeah. a fuck. Yeah. I'm not it's, doing it's it. Different now. So weird. I had to go. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to move in between. I'm super family-oriented. Got that shit tatted on me. I'm all about my family. I do all of this shit for my family, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was hard for me to just up and leave my family. I was gonna. I was actually looking at places in Jersey. Hey, but I'm like, hey, dang. you know, that's that's kind of far, whatever, from where my family is. So I didn't make that move. So I'm like, Queens. Queens is beautiful. Queens is near Alex. Queens yeah. is near the studio. Queens yeah. would just make my life a lot easier. I'm in that middle ground between where I work mm-hmm. and where my family is. I'm going to make that shit work. Mm-hmm. I found an opportunity to move in Manhattan, and I just went. It was a two-week process. Word. I left in two weeks. Wow. I just skipped a whole bunch of stuff. I never been on my own. I never paid rent. I never did anything. I helped, you know, the bills around the crib. Yeah, yeah, but for naturally. me, I just skipped so many steps by being that ambitious to move into the most chaotic city in the world. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, I'm out. So that's what I mean. Like, therapy is, is, is hard for me. Like, this is therapy for me. When we come here yes. yeah, and we turn 100%. these mics on, absolutely. this is therapy for me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Therapy comes in many forms. Like, pe- like people think it's just the talking to a, 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 a psychiatrist. It's like, no, you can, you can have therapy playing video games. Listening to music is therapy. Smoking weed is therapy. Like, there's different right. things, but, you know. Definitely therapy for me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, like, certain things, you know, you can't necessarily rely on. Like, you, mm. like, you know, having that professional to talk to, someone who's non-biased, who's removed from your personal life. Yeah. That's, it's it's been it's been great it, for me. It kind of goes back to like even though this this generation is trying to dispel a lot of what last generation was afraid to peek into. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it goes into that like all right, we don't find therapy is weird. Now when people bring up therapy with you know amongst our peers or around this generation, it's like nah, I, I know I know he's cool in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just know that it's also healthy yeah. to go speak to someone when you feel like you can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this and this is how we improve. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I, I kind of want to switch gears and I want to highlight you a little bit more, Armand. Sure. I want people to know you. Obviously, I keep stating that. Um, how much you enjoy music. Mm-hmm. You're a music journalist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I've dabbled in writing. Sure, yeah. um, me too. Again, it's almost, it's crazy. I skipped the step of being a full-time journalist mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just found myself producing the biggest podcast in music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it just happened that way. Pretty, you know, dope, that works. pretty dope situation. Yeah. To end like, up I, I tried the writing thing uh, and I did it for a while, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. it was like, nope, God had some plans for you. Hey, you get over there, buddy. And right. now, when it's time for you to get back into your passion of writing, you'll get there when it's time for you. So Absolutely. I skipped that part. So whenever I speak to people like yourself or Reggie or mm-hmm. any writer out there who I admire, yeah. I feel like it's a slight for me to say that I'm a journalist, right? Yeah. I'm a writer, but I'm not a journalist mm-hmm. per se because that's a, uh, a discredit to you. You put in that work. I, I don't take it personally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it's just semantic. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to your story, your journey, you're a writer, print form. You also, mm-hmm. like I said, you have your podcast. You came on this podcast Stay to discuss your Armand Saller and Nick Stay busy. Sure. Yeah. Um, shout out to you actually highlighted me at some point. Yeah, we did uh, around yeah. last year. Yeah. So shout out to y'all for doing that. That was dope. Uh, the guy saw it on mm-hmm. Joe's podcast. <laughs> I loved it. That was hilarious. And that was like week 
what, five for you? Yeah, that was like our, damn, we started in December, so that was like maybe episode seven or eight. Episode seven got a shout out on one of the biggest podcasts (laughs) in the world. dope. And and, and it was at the beginning of Black History Month. It was just so many good things going on. Full circle. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, um, just just speaking to you a little bit. Yeah. um, How did your story, how did you begin in writing? Uh, Why do you write? There's so many other ways to get your opinion and Mm -hmm. and your thoughts out. Um, What was it about writing for you where you said, you know what? I'm going to go this route. Mm-hmm. I kind of stumbled into it. Like, I've loved writing my whole life. Like, I, I was that student who liked presentations because I like public speaking. I like, like, I, I love big crowds. People get scared when they got to speak in front of a lot of people. I feel like I get better and more into it when there's a large crowd because the stakes are higher. But I also loved writing papers. Um, and I, I came into college wanting to be a sports broadcaster for ESPN. Applied there a couple times, didn't get the opportunities. And I was like, all right, you know, maybe I should look elsewhere. Like, well, what else do I love to do? I love music. I never thought I could have a career in music, but my cousin actually she worked at this uh, blog called musictimes.com they had a credit internship so i interned there the summer of 15 got to be in the office you know writing questions for their interviews transcribing interviews listening in got to publish my first articles and it was like yo this is dope like i i get to put my words out and my thoughts out to you know thousands and millions of people for them to read and i can do it with music as well because i am a very opinionated music listener i do Mm -hmm. really listen to the music and analyze it so shit maybe i can make something to this so from there, I went back to school, started writing for this blog called Hand Me the Ox. They were a startup blog in Atlanta that, uh, that my classmate at Cornell uh, was in. And so he gave me the opportunity to write there. That was in 2016 when, like, Views dropped, Coloring Book, Doug dropped Slime mm, Season 3, times. Annie dropped. It was a great time for music. Yeah. So it was mm-hmm. like, damn, I'm writing, and I have the opportunity to cover all this great music. So I was I was really invested in it. And I think, you know, if one thing you guys will probably get from my long long speech that I'll try to keep short is like passion I have such a passion for this shit and like that drives me more than anything it drives me more than a verified check or being able to meet this person meet that person or even making money off it and I would like to make a living off of what I feel I'm very good at and passionate at but that, that comes with time this is a very long steady grind right um but yeah from Hammy the Ox I interned at the Source magazine in summer 17 hey. that was really cool worked directly under Londell McMillan and a couple other people there um and that was dope because I had the startup experience, but then I worked at a big magazine with like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers and yeah. helped them organize a festival. And I mm. wrote a bunch that summer. Like, you know, they had most interns work three days a week. I was like, I'm coming in five days a week. Oh, I'm told Yeah. I was like, I'm going to show you how serious I am. I'm trying to get a job after. So I went in five days a week, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., stayed later for the different events, went that to boy was different listening parties. Yeah, man. That I, boy I, was working. I, 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 I had to make the most out of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. you know, I think I showed them how serious. I was so went back to school because I did an extra semester at Cornell graduated and was looking for music jobs but it's it's hard to find entry level music opportunities in journalism and you media especially like you know I, I had the source on my resume but it was only three months I had the startup I had music times but like my, my resume wasn't strong enough to get into these opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. a staff writer at Complex or mm-hmm. at Billboard or something like that. So yeah. kind of had to start from the bottom and, you know, keep writing with Hammy the Ox. I got the opportunity to freelance for Revolt for a little bit, summer 18. Um, and there, there was a point where I was like, yo, I'm tired of this pitching shit. I'm tired of people telling me no, people telling me I'm not as good as I know I am. So I'm, I'm just going to operate independently. So, mm. uh, I, I, I wrote for Kazi with, with Alex for yeah. a little bit. Thank uh, you for bringing me in. Of course, man. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It was a pleasure to edit for you. Thank you, bro. Um, wrote for elevator for a little bit. And then I started my own medium page. 
I think that's what. Can thing. you explain what medium is to people? Because we see it yeah. a lot. We yeah, see it yeah, a lot, yeah. but we never, don't really know what it. Never heard know. of it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So yeah. medium is basically like an open publication that like anyone can write for. You don't have to pitch to them. You don't have to be on staff. You can literally make an account and start putting your own writing out. That's fine. And that gives writers the opportunity to create their own bylines rather than waiting for you know DJ Booth to say, oh yeah, you could write this for me, or waiting for you know Paper Magazine to be like, oh yeah, you could join us. Like medium gives you the free reign to write when you want. When when you want and put it out when you want and so is there a compensation in that you can be compensated so yeah i i, I am a medium partner uh mm. you you pay like five dollars a month for it and then and then your articles get blasted out to like a bunch of different listeners so that's why mm. it's important to have your um your um your tags right like different hashtags and like mm -hmm. seo and all that because right. the more people see it the more money you can make right. i haven't made too much money off of it but again i'm not in this for the money like sure. i was I, I was working yeah. a bunch of different jobs and, and then writing, you know, for fun and for passion, just getting mm -hmm. my skills up. But I think things really turned around for me uh, during the pandemic, coincidentally. Really? Like, I, I was just about to get a new writing job, and then they froze the process because they didn't know where their buddies would be like. They had to let a bunch of people go. A lot of that happened. I was like, damn, bro. Like, yo, did this job, I was going to be paid the most money I've ever been paid. Benefits, unlimited PTO, all that. And it was a black-owned publication. So I was oh. like, this is perfect. This is exactly mm -hmm. what I wanted. Yeah, Shit didn't yeah. work out. I was like, all right man well i can't stop writing like i've i've, I've been doing this I've been doing this for so long and I love it so like I'm gonna keep it going so but those moments seem to be like pivotal moments in in 100%. people like our careers yeah. is like you're at the highest of highs and yes. then life yes. life just happens to yes. where now you gotta figure it out again yeah and now you're back in the trenches mm -hmm. and now it's like damn I thought I was gonna be here I mapped my entire let's say six month plan Bro. around this yeah. because I believed in this mm -hmm. but now it's time to be humbled it's yeah, like right. God the universe whatever you believe in yes. it's time for it to humble you yeah. and I'll be honest like you know we get super transparent on this podcast the departure of Steph was one of those moments for us mm -hmm. the moment mm -hmm. we realized like okay we're really going in a different direction and she's taking her career this way and we're still over here doing it this way yeah that is a moment where, damn, I'm I'm back in it. Mm -hmm. Like I looked at Alex and I said, "Yo, bro, we we back in this thing." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because me yeah. and Alex is um, when when I came to him with the idea about relaunching this podcast, um, it was it was just he and I. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yo, bro, can you meet me at Applebee's and let's talk it up? And mm -hmm. at the time, Alex was like vegan or some shit. And I was like, oh, this nigga's disciplined. We about to have a great pot. Oh, like, man. oh, this nigga don't eat chicken? I'm over uh, here fucking up some chicken wings. Uh, and Alex is looking me dead in my soul eating celery. Mm. And then he had the nerve to, to be like, yo, let me put you on to this doc, bro. You know, this doc really helped me out, fam. Like, mm. uh, it was the shit on, um, what was it on Netflix? Uh, what was it called? Oh, oh, was it, it, was the, 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 um, was it about bad food? Shit. Yes, yeah. it was about bad what it was called Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, family, you know, I'm just health as wealth, my nigga, like Black King. And I was just, oh, whoa, I'm All impressed right. by this right, man. We got hold of saying? You feel me? And, yeah. and so yeah. <laughs> it just brought me back to those moments. And again, we had our entire year planned out. Yeah. We had at least the next six months planned out as far as how yeah. we wanted to go. But now those things get redirected mm -hmm. because life just happened. So yeah. it sounds like that happened to you. 100%, man. Life is all about how you adjust to different situations. Like, you know, I, I love what you said earlier about what we do, there are high highs and low lows. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, I, I really put my heart into this shit. I'm, 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 I'm also very emotional. I'm very vulnerable. I embrace it. But with that, I get very consumed in the highs mm-hmm. and very dejected by the lows. And uh. I think I've, I've reached a place where I'm a lot more balanced now. Like shit ain't perfect in my life. I'm still not making the money I want. I'm and not. We've spoken the about I that want. on this podcast a bunch of yeah. times. Sort of like just being in the middle mm-hmm. feels comfortable. I love it. Not I that love it. that's so your anger. You get too angered when things happen. That it's a good thing. You yeah. just accept it for what it is. Yeah. But you kind of like floating in the sun. You got to keep going. You got to keep mm-hmm. going. Like you guys, you know, I remember when y'all tweeted out maybe like a month or two ago, yeah, uh, y'all hit a million total plays. Yeah. I was Dang. like, that shit is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys yeah. didn't stop there because it's like, now we want two million. Now we want 10 million. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like you, you like the train has to keep moving. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't, you can't stop. Like a million independently. Yes. Let's sit on that. Different. <laughs> That's incredible. Like me, we, we did this shit. We have not received a dollar yeah. from anybody. Mm-hmm. Without it going back into this, yeah, yeah, literally, like not a single dime. Yeah, and that's because you guys see, like, see the vision. Like a lot of people look at the short term shit they look mm. at now, but mm. what you do now determines where you go moving forward. So mm. you know, in the pandemic, if I just let losing that job, like, just be like, all right, I'm done with writing forever, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have put out the Dark Lane demo tapes review that got me followed by Elliot Wilson. I, hey. I, I wouldn't have got the Pusha T interview. I wouldn't have put out the Brent piece. Yo, that he this quoted. nigga interview Pusha T. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yo, check my story right now, fam. <laughs> Push your teeth like Uh-oh. that's my dude. He's, he's a really cool dude. And how was that? How was that experience? I was hating on you. I forgot I you was were? hating on you. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. Word. I had you mad. technically you technically met him first when when he came on the pod, right? You were there. Nah, uh, facts. Yeah, he was. You were there. there. But yeah. he wasn't there for me though. Uh, <laughs> I was just getting him like chips and wings style. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> but nah, like, and the hate was a good hate. But of I'm course. like, yo, yeah, shout yeah, out, yeah. like that's that's dope. Like, I yeah. hope that that it motivated you. Nah, to for sure. Now you be motivating me a lot. I can't lie. You too, man. Yeah, I, I think I think people need to understand that like yo people can motivate you like when I yeah. say I was hating on him not that I'm hating on him having oh, no. the opportunity yeah. not that I'm hating that he's do- like no it's like oh I gotta get there I yes. gotta do something to figure out how I can get there yeah. as an individual and that's the problem with a lot of people so many people hate on the people they should be inspired by you, you should be looking Word. at what they're doing and you, you don't gotta copy it you don't gotta follow their path mm-hmm. but take certain things they do yes. embody it make it your own and yes. use that shit as fuel to that's push what you forward that's what I be trying to tell people like yes. yo hate on me yeah, you feel me like. But yeah, also, yeah, do yeah. do better than me. Don't just talk shit about me. Nah, yeah. don't do better than me yet. <laughs> nah. Try only, to do only if you're in my circle, like, and I fuck with you. Do yeah. better. Yeah. Try like, to you, do better than me. Armand, you do better. Than <laughs> cool, cool. Like, I'm cool with that. Say, Vaughn, you can't say that. Nah, I'm dead ass. Though. I'm so serious. <laughs> like, if Armand came out in, like, and I seen this nigga at the Grammys interviewing everybody on the red carpet, <laughs> like, oh yes, he's doing better than me. That's my nigga. Good shit. Like, but like, if you listening and I don't know you, like, don't do better than me yet. Yeah. Like, we got some work to do. Yeah, man. Alex, that's for you too, though. Like, my hate. It translates for you. Like, I don't want them doing better than you. <laughs> Listen, I think doing better is all objective. So it if is. You, if you think you do better than nah, me, nah, it's not though. Nah, I would definitely. Nah, it's not. We all ju- we all judge success on a different scale. All right, watch this. Watch, yo, yo, P, P, you listening? Watch this. Yeah. You know that other podcast that like we used to. <laughs> Why are like, you always trying to? No, bring but them listen. Up? But listen, listen. Now imagine they they get the they get the Drake interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You hate it? Nah, cause look, they ain't gonna do it like me. Gangster. That, that that's <laughs> what I know. live by. And that's where my ego lives. People mm-hmm. ask me all the time, like, yo, you're such a nice guy. About no, no, I have an ego too. Uh-huh. But it, it lies in knowing of my, my capabilities and my ability. Yes. Mm. So if you think you ill, be ill. 
I'm iller. I'm iller. <laughs> but again, I don't want you to believe it. I just, mm-hmm. it got to come from me. But but me yeah. being iller doesn't take away from you being ill. At all. You're still ill. Like, you still, like, you feel me? You're yeah. still you. Yeah. <laughs> look at that. I, I just know I'm iller. Nah, because to somebody else, they could be like, nah, if that person iller than you, Savon, I don't yeah. know. Nah, yeah. for sure. Right? right. You're yeah, right. it's You're all right. objective. Right. Nah, objective. it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. One mm-hmm. thing that was not objective <laughs> was when I woke up one day. And I'm here on my phone, uh, and I'm scrolling the social medias. You know, you damn young kids, just always scrolling away. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, oh, that's a good look. Because the algorithms, mm-hmm. they tell you when people are, like, interacting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So I wake up one day, lovely Ooh. morning. I'm like, yo, Armand, the, the music journalist, the Drake stand man. You feel me? The Stay Busy Pod host, creator. I know he be, he, di- he he dabbles and he dives into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know this Big name, wrestling fans. Right? My shit. Yeah. But then I see he's interacting with one of the more prominent figures in today's rap world, West Side Gun. <laughs> Part of so Griselda. I'm like, Part of Griselda, keep, you know, upstate New York. Boo, boo, boo. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, we actually got to meet him, Alex. Yes. Like, oh, the whole the whole gang. Yeah, we be meeting niggas. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, my nigga. Like niggas we talking about, we meeting. Uh, like, oh, the uh, only nigga we haven't met was Drake and Hove today mm-hmm. on this episode. For now. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> so I'm scrolling on the social medias oh, and I'm man. like, oh shit. What you saw? Tweet. What you saw? So somebody goes, so pray for Paris and who made the sunshine both whack with a question mark. And my God to my left, Armand goes, yes. And those are both projects of West Side Gun. With an exclamation point. With an exclamation point to that yes. Mm-hmm. So to my surprise, there is no at. You, you feel me? So Armand no did not tag him. Right. Armand didn't really go out of his way to state this opinion. Yeah. He was asked a question, mm-hmm. and he answered. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but lo and behold, West Side Gun. <laughs> he responds somehow and says with no at Alex you wanna read this <laughs> yeah I got yeah. you nah cause Alex gonna give it uh. Alex gonna read it with the hood shit that's needed to be nah me but he said bro this is the internet look at the pick of the nigga who's saying this talking about Armand mm-hmm. every person he stands calls me culture mm. it's literally nobody Ooh. who mm. doesn't give the utmost respect but he's a worker who probably lives check to check I do. Happy he gave his mom a bum-ass gift. I was happy. She need it. this blank, though. Mm, and that's where it took a turn from. That's me. what he said to you? Yeah, man. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give you some background. So yeah. the whole thing that started that, I tweeted how, and I, I was jerk drunk with my girl just getting my shit off on Twitter. You know how it is. You Sometimes you just be tweeting shit. <laughs> yeah, you just living. <laughs> no, I stopped doing that on my Okay. I, I respect <laughs> like, that. I, I'm, I'm actually working on that, I've too. I've learned. I don't do that no more. <laughs> I actually gave up alcohol for Lent. I'm, I'm like three weeks in. Okay. So nice, okay. yeah, nice. I'm chilling. You know, I'm, I might extend it to my birthday in June. But okay. Anyway, so. Good luck with the weather. <laughs> yeah. Being nice oh, in New bro, York. Bro. It's difficult. <laughs> Like these margaritas are calling me. And my, yeah. my girl's name is Margarita, actually. So it's like oh, I have wild. margaritas every day. Double but but um, but I, I tweeted how yeah, o- OVO ran the ran twenty twenty in music. Now a lot of people disagree, and, and that's okay. That's okay. I was, was just getting, I was getting my shit off because I love OVO. Yeah. People were replying to me, but but Griselda, Griselda. I was like, you know. Benny's project, Burden of Proof, great. Conway's project, uh, From King to a God, great. And then people were bringing up West Side Gun's project. I was like, I, I, I didn't like them personally. So <laughs> I, I can't personally put Griselda on the same level as OVO. Now, you got to remember, OVO had Dark Lane demo tapes, Division's album, I'm Using Her Feelings, yeah. Party Next Door, Party Mobile, which I know Alex didn't like that much, uh, Popcon's album. 
Yeah. And yeah. Uh, somebody else on Poppy Opt Out put out, out an album. Really good too. That, that I can't think of. Roy Woods Roy, might have put out Roy, some. I think Roy put out an EP. Yeah, he put out an EP. He put out an EP. You don't like Roy Woods? Don't do that. I mean, listen to A lot of his earlier work was. But listen to what we just named. That's all. Come comparatively. He's comparatively short. He's under OVO. But why we can't just say it? But he's under OVO. He was naming all the OVO projects that have released. is under Griselda. Right. Yeah. So we got a class. But see, you could say, I'm not saying that, though. Like, but that's on you. And again, everybody has their opinion. For sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, so, yeah. but the guy, one of the guys who quoted and said, you know, what about Griselda? Westside Gun actually follows him because he's from Buffalo. Okay. So okay. Westside Gun saw the interaction as a result of that. And funny enough, Westside Gun was in my mentions like five days sooner because I actually tweeted how I wanted to have a conversation about Westside Gun <laughs> on, on the timeline. Oh, you was beefing. Well, beefing. well before I wasn't beefing. I was just expressing my opinion. Of so course. so many journalists do that. And if yeah. you know, and I, I've said because yeah. I've, I've talked about this on a few different podcasts. Like if Westside Gun has the reputation he has, where so many rappers respect him as the culture and respect his talent, why do you care what I think? Why are you on Twitter going back and forth with? So I only have like three thousand something followers. Like Westside Gun has a bunch of money. He he showed it right after he he was getting at me. Now, he he the posted money. the video of his cars and stuff. No, so like, I if you're rich money. and you got all this, why do you care what I think? Why do these opinions get to you so much? You ever seen his chains in real life? I have not seen him. In nah, real he life. had mad chains. They'll blind you. Nah, I've, 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 got, I've only like, met Benny. I only met Benny, Benny, and it was real cool. It was real yeah, cool. I met him at Rolling Loud 2019. Really cool guy, and I'm I'm a fan of his. I love Benny. Your exchange didn't stop there. Nope. No sir. Responding you to Westside, you, you came back with you can't be up this you can't be this upset searching your name on Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve, and please be very careful about what you say about my mother. Mm -hmm. Love that respect. Love that. Yeah. Love that. And then he did respond, but I'm not gonna highlight that because mm -hmm. it's just distasteful in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but as a music journalist, though, like, how do you feel about tips like that, man? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. As a creator, creators are where we're connected to what we do a lot of us are insecure i i accept that there is some insecurity to me so when people don't fuck with what i'm doing it doesn't hurt me as much as it used to but i can understand especially because with west side gun like this isn't just me a lot of people feel like the gap between him and benny is very large a lot of people don't like his music yeah no. so i and feel he, like he hears like, this a lot yeah so yeah. he's probably very defensive yeah. of it mm -hmm. and a lot of these artists do search their names on twitter they do search the hashtags they do want to see what people are saying about them but that like that's just a, a, a downward spiral like you, you're just gonna feel even more insecure about yourself you're gonna be more you know impulsive and defensive and like end up looking like a clown a 38 year old man going back and forth with a 25 year old journalist who's just expressing his opinion i'm one person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like th there might be other people that don't like you but i'm just one person yeah. my, my tweets don't hurt your career un unless you you're, you're a clown like he was with me like because people <laughs> yo he, he got ratio like everyone's like yo oh, you're man. 38 and you're saying fuck someone's mother like it was wild and and those people who i'm connected with on the timeline too who who were like gassing it up and laughing at it. i was like yo He's disrespecting my mom. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like, yeah. like uh, everything else was cool. I, I could wear that. Yes, I do live mm -hmm. check to check. Yeah, I'm, I'm not rich. Blah blah blah. Cool. Mm -hmm. But the comment about my mom was really like, "All right, bro. Like, what we doing? Hmm. Interesting." And, and honestly, though, this is this is my job. Uh, yeah, this, like this is what I do. Respectfully, yeah. you know, like respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. This is this is how I eat. This is yeah, the same way that you eat. Yeah, that like that's how that's what you do. Right. And a part of you eating is being famous now, and having exposure. Yeah. And with that comes people like you mm -hmm. and even me and Alex yep. or anybody who's in this space of mm -hmm. critiquing and just mm -hmm. giving their opinions. Yeah. Uh, a part of it is saying your opinion. And you shoot, you shot your bail a lot for an artist being insecure in their creation and things like that. And mm -hmm. 
the moment that really struck my eye, and this is during the pandemic too, like mm-hmm. we just gonna start name dropping, like sure, you know, I, I saw an interaction between you and Bryson, yeah, right, and you you got an interview yeah. off of that. Oh, wait, I'm, 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 I'm working on it. I'm you're, on you're working on it. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there was an interaction there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, and Bryson's real cool. Hey, you know, we talk nigga all 2020. We talk every so often. He's, he's really cool. And y'all talk ever so often. I he, mean, he's really on. cool. Some light, really and cool guy. It's it's interesting that you guys spoke because a lot of this the past few years, I know Bryson has kind of felt that way, right? For sure. His second body of work, yeah, maybe not being accepted and a lot of people disliking it. And that was something that I could notice because I felt the same. Even Mm. if I'm not a rich musician, um, I'm not an R&B artist, uh, like he's the dude is talented, super talented, but that's something I could recognize because that's something mm-hmm. I went through and, and go through sometimes. Yeah. So it, it felt really cool to write that article about him and for him to appreciate it. Cause like a lot of these artists, man, like people give them such a hard time cause they're not releasing as often as they want or they're not releasing the type of music that they want, but just like us, they're human mm-hmm. and they go through things. Yeah. And you spoke to the humanality in that article. Yeah, man. I just watched the Biggie doc on Netflix and it spoke to his humanality. And that's why I love your journalism so much. I love when art can be depicted in a way where we have to entertain. Yes. But we're still going to show you that everybody's human here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that's why your pen is like that. Yeah, man. I, I, like I said, I put a lot of passion into this shit and, like, I really study these people and try to, like, understand them. No one does that anymore. Yeah, yeah man. Why don't, why don't enough people do that? People anymore? just critique the music and, and they do these one day reviews. Like, 24 hours isn't enough to really digest and understand what someone's trying to convey in a project. Like, even, even the trap music, like, there's storytelling Especially in that. Music. People try to say it's mumble rap. No, man. No. Yeah, Young no. Thug be talking about trap music some shit. Yeah. Trap Gunna music be you need to keep listening to because you're missing all of the points over yeah. the 808. Yeah. People like, the 808 is you, but they saying some shit on it. It's like, oh, this person makes the future makes the same music over and over. No, he doesn't. Mm. Future might use similar production, but mm-hmm. the things Future says are are very different, and they are, they are very relatable. Even if I'm not a 40 year old rich dude who dated Lori Harvey and has yeah. Sierra and all that, like, yeah, yeah. there are relatable elements to it. So I'm I'm always looking for how I can connect with someone before I get super critical and super you know judgmental and all that. But w- w- with Westside, I've just never liked his music. I've never really yeah. connected with it. Like, he's got a great ear for production. He, he's yeah. a Great executive. He picked great features for Pray for Paris. I just was literally going to say that. When when his verses come on, I'm always, damn. <laughs> it's not for you. Yeah, it's yeah. not for me. But I like, will say that I Pray for Paris, the production wise on it, amazing. And the feature selection, amazing. Absolutely, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm always going to give flowers, yeah. like even with critiques. I'm going to yeah. give flowers. Like he's the, the brains behind Griselda. I can't mm-hmm. take that away. Right. A few tweets of mine can't take that away. I would understand That's his, that his anger. conversation. Exactly. I would understand his yeah. anger more if I wrote like a whole article trashing. Him. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. It was a couple tweets. Got mm. it. Who else don't you like? <laughs> what artists don't I like? From a music standpoint, or like, I mean, like, or just it, yeah. it could be both. Because mm-hmm. the the more you climb that ladder in your career, mm-hmm. the more exchanges you're going to have with figures and prominent people within yeah. music and culture. Yeah. Like you just can't you you can't cut it any other way. Yeah. We see it on the daily. We see it on a year to year basis where there's an interview that takes place, like the Birdman in a Breakfast Club interview. We right. saw that. We saw how it affected people. Clearly, there was a disconnect and a dislike there yeah. between the media at the time, which was the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and the artist or the talent or whatever you want to call him, uh, Birdman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at some point, you're going to you're going to run into this. Like we just spoke about the Grammys. Grammys is coming up, by the way. Um, what happens when Armand is hosting? Or, or interviewing on the red carpet or has whatever interaction with a multitude of the people that he's critiquing mm-hmm. and now he is the voice of music journalism mm-hmm. and now people mm-hmm. are looking to see what he says on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and now it's a lot of people who may not really 
like what you have to say. Yeah. Like, are you preparing for that? Are you prepared for that? Absolutely. Like, if you see West Side Gun, if West Side Gun walks in this in this room right now, yeah. no goons, just him. Yo, I heard you talking. Oh. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> hey, yo, I heard you talking oh, to yeah. me. Oh, boom, 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 boom. But are you ready for that is what I'm asking. <laughs> uh, it, it depends what his energy is on. Because I mean, we know his energy. Oh, we yeah. know. We've seen his energy. We, we, we You know his but energy. Maybe in a moment at that time. Yeah. When he walks through okay. the door, are you prepared for that? those kind of exchanges with artists? I, I'm absolutely open to have a, having a conversation with anyone, whether I consider myself a fan of them or not, because I think with most artists, I can find one song or two songs that I like. Like, I'm not a big Playboy Cardi fan. The, I, I, I really liked his first album. Yep. Dial It was cool. He's kind of went on the downward for me. Gotcha. I, I would still talk to Playboy Cardi because I, I want to hear from him. I, I want to learn more about him, learn his inspirations, kind of see if there's somewhere we can meet at so, right. to where we can connect, and, and I, I might feel the music more as a result of that. Mm-hmm. With Westside, I, I think it's similar, but I'm, I'm, I would be open to having a conversation with him if you'd be open to having a conversation with me. I don't necessarily want to interview him. I would love to talk to Benny. I would love to talk to Conway. I don't necessarily want to interview Westside, but I would be open to a conversation just mm-hmm. to see if there's happen. common ground that, that we can meet because Twitter mm-hmm. exchanges, Twitter's so negative, like, you know, there, there, there's these preconceived notions and connotations about different things, but like, I was just stating my opinion. That's it. I wasn't trying to hurt his feelings. I, I wasn't trying to say other people shouldn't like him. I was just stating my music opinion. Yeah. Right. That's it. I guess certain Fair people enough. just want their appreciation on all fronts. Unfortunately, yeah. we're not going to get it that way. Yeah. yeah. You can't enough. please everybody. No, you can't. <laughs> but that, that's something you yeah. got to accept. Like, yeah, like yeah. you're, you're going to be stuck mentally forever if you try to please everybody all the yeah, time. Yeah. It's just, it's not realistic. It's not, it's not going to happen. Not yeah. even a little bit. Um, before we let you go, I really had a good time kicking it with you. Yeah, it's man. Great. It's a pleasure. Um, word, for sure. Before we go, there's just two things that I do want to announce. Um, salute and shout out and prayers to everybody who's made it to this point. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you survived the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, one year ago today that we're recording and that we're actually releasing this audio, um, the CDC had declared COVID-19 as a global pandemic. Um, It shows a lot of resilience. uh, And speaking to, again, we always speak to the community of of creators. If you continue through this pandemic and you're still putting out content and you're still putting the pieces together and you're still trying to figure out, outside of just being the creator, if you're just a business owner, there's a lot of people who started businesses in this pandemic. There's also a lot of people who gave up because they didn't know how to navigate it. Um, So I just wanted to send that out to everybody, being that this is the one-year anniversary uh, that we've survived. Mm -hmm. Because, if again, if you hear my voice right now, you survived the pandemic up until this point. Um, COVID is still very real. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, very real. So please continue to monitor that and, and be careful. I know the weather is getting nice outside, uh, especially in New York. I felt the urge to smoke some hookah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to... Oh, yeah. I can't One of those sundresses is coming out. Just don't blow it in the camera. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> like, like, we're not like doing that in 2021 no more. That's my bag, though. No, no, no. Men, men, men. That's it's your bag. One of these little, like, PSAs. No, no, no. This is a PSA. Hey, PSA. 2021 going forward, men. Listen, do your hookah. Just don't blow it in the camera, looking like a thought. We gotta, we gotta reverse that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I want you to do all the hookah you want. Don't sleep. That's not a vibe. That, no, 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 no. That's that, not a vibe. That, that's a lot of people's vibe. That's my vibe though, Alex. Like you be shooting me on a like our do. podcast, my nigga. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, my fault. That was like, for you. He does that a lot. I do that like, a lot. No, you just take nah, everything a lot. Yo, one time we had a conversation no. and I was being over it, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, for niggas that be emotional and shit." I was uh, like, "Yo, wait, shots, my nigga." Uh, it's, 
shady. That's just that's just how you taking it. Real shady. I've never seen you blow hookah in the camera. You ain't been looking hard enough. <laughs> Good. You ain't been looking. Good. Hard. We don't need to be. You can do your hookah, but just blowing in the camera. Like, look. <laughs> no, don't do that. Okay, I'm not you, mad at you. Gotta that. Do I'm some not mad at that. At least, like, at least do a little. You know what I'm saying? Oh, French inhale, ghost, like, something. Don't, 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 don't nah, just see, blow the smoke thing, like a dot. Yeah. I, I'm not that good with my mouth. Like, uh, I can't be doing all, <laughs> all right. that. You feel? I can't. I, I can't do the, the no, fucking. I'm tricks, glad you're not nigga. that good. With, I'm, I'm glad. Not, I, I haven't developed my, that. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm that's not the case. I'm cooling out. Um. Also, Meghan Markle interview. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry with Oprah. Yeah. Again, we don't have to really dive into it. I feel like we did miss a lot because we Word. took so much time off to kind of yeah. prepare for this transition. Oh, and if you are on the YouTube community, you will see we are in a new space. We are All in them. a new fucking studio. It's colorful. It's vibrant. It's yeah. a vibe. Love it. Love it, like, there should be a hookah somewhere in here, sure. it feels like. I feel like I want to roll up. But facts. We are definitely <laughs> in a new space. We love the space. Uh, YouTube community. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. We got we got Nipsey behind me. Yeah, we yeah. got Huey behind Armand, and we got the great Malcolm X behind Alex, you which is it. so fucking fitting. Black um, <laughs> and we also got I got Pierre here as well. So again, Look. YouTube community, make sure yo wow. this is this is what guys who smoke hookah wear, and it's one of them uh, pampers. Oh no, it's God. not a pamper. Oh. It's the onesie. It's a onesie. Don't oh, disrespect God. me like that though. Because that's, I don't. That's be, the thong onesie. Because I don't though, be doing that. That's the that, thong onesie. That, that's not the regular. They trying to say that's what it looked like. That's, that's a. That's a leotard. Nah, that's the leotard. That's the leotard. I don't yes. wear those though. It's a romper. It's okay if you it's do. A rom- it's niggas a romper. I wear a romper. Romp him. The romp him. I wanted to get one of those. I'm not gonna front. Crazy. Romp him. So yo, it's not. That's what. Like look what they're trying to put on me. Every time you do that in the camera, you're romping. You're crazy. You can live your life, bro. It's all right. Live your life, King. Come on, tell them all. Be proud. No, that's not what I do. Armand's great. Yo, where's what side at? Yo, what side? Whoa, 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 whoa! Boom, 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 nigga. What are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I would actually love to rap battle him. Alright, let's. Alright, let's hold on. Damn, I'm, not, I'm wildin'. I'm wildin'. <laughs> if that's what you're doing, is this thing on? Not, <laughs> if that's how you feel, like, dude. Nah, cause you know, you feel me? You thinking you got it? Alright, let me get out of here. You feel me? Uh, <laughs> two more things, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll go with this. We'll start with the music and then we'll end with ourselves because you know I love talking about us. Yeah, um, yeah. This Drake and Rick Ross collab at the top of this conversation, it led me to begin. Who else will we want to see do a project together or if you had to choose what combination would you choose so i wrote a few down okay okay we got drake and ross okay nice let's say let's say a 12 song ep whatever sign me up all this shit Mm -hmm. drake and ross Mm -hmm. would you rather see another hove and yay or would you rather get cole and kendrick Mm. those are the three options for a collab project armand give it to me straight uh cole kendrick because we, we, we've seen Drake and Ross collaborate enough that you could just put those songs together as, as like an EP. You already know what it sounds like. Hove and Ye did Watch the Throne. It, it would be interesting now with, you know, Ye's new journey, new journey. And Hove has just gotten so much better as a rapper over the years. Like, not that he wasn't good before. He's amazing before. But he's mm-hmm. gotten better as he's aged. But Cole and Kendrick, you know, we've only heard a few collabs from them. And it's been something that we've been waiting on since, like, what, 2012? So just mm-hmm. because that's the one that we haven't gotten anything close to. That's the one I would want to hear the most. Alex. Um, yeah, I think the musicality we would get with a J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar project would be would be out of this world. Yeah, like, really? 
like when y'all going? Yeah. When you think oh, about shit. think about when you think about like that and, and listen, Hope been Hope been rapping. Oh, dude. Hope been rapping. Hope been rapping is alpha. But when you think about like how the both of them structure their albums, like now combining ideas on a musicality standpoint, yeah. on how stanzas will be arranged, the the meaning behind songs. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I seen I seen Wash the Throne already. That right there might be really special. Yeah. Really special. Yeah. I'm gonna, gonna have gonna to. I'm gonna go with Hov and Yay, man. I don't blame you. That was my. That's my second. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Hov and Yay. Yeah, probably just, will be my second. Too. Yeah, that's my second. I, I just want to feel that. I want to. I want to pause. Yeah. I want to feel that again. Though. <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. album is timeless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that album you can't take anything away from it. Being where they are in their lives now, owning mm. all that right. they own. You know, Yay going broke uh, allegedly, and yeah. then recouping the money, and now he's going through a divorce. And Hov since then has admitted to, you know, stepping out on his relationship. And mm-hmm. this girl, like, I feel like the evolution of those two men in 2021 mm-hmm. would be a little bit more compelling for me, gotcha. opposed to any of the other duos that I listed. I'm, mm-hmm. Listen, that's definitely so my second. That's why I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. And this is the last thing. So, um, again, 2021 has been a year of resilience. Mm-hmm. 2021 has been a year of learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think one word that I really wanted to keep with me this year was accountability. Yes. I want to hold myself accountable. So I feel like over the last few years and even my experience with uh, therapy, that was a part of me holding my mental, my emotions, my brain accountable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alex knows, impulsive. I am an impulsive person. Alex doesn't even fully, truly know how that impulse is Mm -hmm. because we met at a later time where I kind of identified that within myself. Mm -hmm. Prior to Alex, I was a fucking loose cannon. I was, Mm -hmm. if I felt it, I'm moving on it. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't Mm -hmm. like, like, this is just what it is. I felt that, right? right? But over the last five years, six years, whatever it is, I've held myself accountable. I've done the work to be better in that front. But now for me, I have to match that same intensity, that same discipline with my physical, with mm, my body. Love that. Mm-hmm. So now you see me lugging around this gallon of water. Yeah. Alex, you see me five days a week. Yeah. I never not have that thing on me. It's, it be with you. Like, <laughs> and it's, and it's t- holding you accountable. One hour, two hours, three hours. Exactly. It yeah. holds me accountable for what I'm putting into my body. I haven't gotten drunk, per se, right. in a while. And even Stop. when I did, it was far and few between before that. Right. Because I'm holding myself accountable. I'm waking up. I'm, I'm eating right. I'm putting the right things into my body. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again... I did. I feel like I've done the work on my mental, and there's never going to be a time where I'm like, "Oh, I can stop that," because right. it's always a, a revolving Ongoing. door. You always got to work on yes. it. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah. all right, you have to match your physical, and it's not just to be sexy and uh, Instagram model for these hoes on IG. <laughs> it's not to like be taking your shirt off and all. It, it's not for that. Yeah, it's, it's more than that. Strictly because, yo, hold yourself accountable, because it will bring you to be the best version of you. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel. Is there anything that you guys want to leave off with that you feel like you should hold yourself accountable for? Uh, I, I wouldn't say hold myself accountable for, but I will say um, along with this point that you're making, like I feel like I, w- I just want my level of discernment to continue to go up. Mm-hmm. As, as we're getting older, like you said, we can be impulsive, we can make decisions here and there, but I just want 
my ability to discern things to be even greater than what it is now. And it might be okay now, but that's how we really get to understand the people we say we love. Yeah. That's how the relationships around us improve when we can discern certain thing what certain things mean and interpret them in different types of ways. Mm. So yeah, that's that's the one for me. Like just for, for continuous discernment with my loved ones and going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me it's uh holding myself accountable to making the best decisions for myself and not feeling guilty for doing so. I've oh. always been a very generous, open person. Like if, if you're my friend, if, if you're my boy, if, if I'm capable of doing it for you, I'm always going to want to do it for you. And sometimes that's to my detriment. Sometimes I'm, right. I'm giving too much time to other people and not investing enough time in myself. And, you know, right. I'm, I'm always able to make certain things happen <laughs> still. But yeah. you but you got to be right with you before you extend your branch out to other people. Like, mm -hmm. if, if your branch isn't strong enough to hold, you know, a certain number of apples, then it's going to fall. And then, like, everyone suffers. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm really, really working on not feeling bad for doing what's best for me this year and, and it feels great and like I've definitely had some uncomfortable conversations and mm -hmm. some people who take that shit personally but I've, I've also realized that's on them because mm. they, they might not realize within themselves that I'm not doing it to slight you I don't have a problem with you I'm just putting me first, first. now mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. I'm doing it in a different way Absolutely. so yeah I'm holding myself accountable to that it feels real good I'm at a real peaceful place and I'm just looking to continue the momentum they like uh -huh. to take advantage of nice guys, right? Yeah, they do. They do, man. They really That's do. That's why I like being an asshole. <laughs> and then Alex comes here and says, hey, man, loosen up. Be a nice guy. Nah, but Pete, yeah, hard, but, Pete, but Pete, do people play with me? They don't. Because they know when it's time. Yeah, you I'm there. Up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had to get to this place. Mm -hmm. Very true. That yeah. is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, Armand, appreciate you pulling out, bro. Uh Short notice. Thank you, bro. You kicked it. Hey, you, you, you you repped for your set, which is OVO, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, sir. Big jersey in the house. Oh, yeah, let the baby. people know where they can find you, of follow course. you. Ladies, this man is off the market. I so am. please, Sorry, I am. please leave, leave him alone. Follow me on Twitter and IG at Armand Sadler, A-R-M-O-N-S-A-D-L-E-R. Uh, follow the podcast at Stay Busy Pod on Twitter and IG. Uh, I got a wrestling pod too. Uh, follow Rewriters RNC on Twitter. Um, and yeah, you know, check out. I got a lot of writing coming. I'm, I'm, I'm the pen is back active, so I'm working. Um, and as know. a fellow podcast, let me tell you, Armand has a really good show over there with Nick. Thank you. All right, it's Thank if you, you are a music lover, they they do deep dives. Yeah, all of the t Twitter topics about music that you wish you could speak to someone about, they literally get right into them each and every week. It's a joy as a music lover to listen to them. It's, it's a great production. Thank you. Seriously. Man. Thank you. And it's concise. They, they ain't gonna take too much of your time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, shout yeah. out to you for wrestling. I yeah. love wrestling. Yeah, Real love quick, it. before we go, love because that. I did forget to kind of touch on that. Top three favorite wrestlers of all time. Go. Personal. Personalist. Yeah. I have my Pers list. Uh, I think I got one too. I got one too. Personally, uh, number one is The Undertaker. The okay. uh, Undertaker okay. is my dog. I'm uh, not surprised by you and The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Why I'm is not. that? Because I feel like Undertaker, he's about his business. Yeah. Okay. He's not here for semantics. Yeah. I just watched his interview yeah. with uh, Joe Rogan. Mm. And the reason that he stumbled upon that character was because Vince McMahon said, yo, we need somebody who lacks personality but still gets a message across. Mm -hmm. So he became the Undertaker. Yeah. Who, he's not on the mic. He's not doing the theatrics. Right. But you feel his presence feel me. when that bell drop and Love the lights that. go low. 100%. So I'm not surprised by Undertaker. That's dope. Yeah. And longevity. Like he's yeah. still one of the greatest ever. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So Undertaker, Brock Lesnar. Um, where Brock Lesnar was the guy when he's I first started watching wrestling 2002, 2003, Brock was at, the, at his peak. He was then. the one. Yeah. So it was hard to not fuck with him. And yeah. then he, he's come back and had an amazing run too mm -hmm. um, and then lastly Roman Reigns I think Roman is just all time yeah man guys for, for, for me personally that's, all time that's tough all okay. time 
Bro, See, I'm not. Roman's that guy. After like 2010, yeah. maybe 2009, mm-hmm. I haven't really been in the wrestling sphere. Okay. But I started early. My dad is super young. So mm-hmm. my dad had me at 15, 16, whatever. So as he was growing up, I was introduced to wrestlers yeah. through him. Through him, yeah. Because he was so fucking young. He was still in it. Like, oh, wrestling this, wrestling that. So I got introduced to wrestling and like... When I was three or four years old, 96, 97, mm. 98. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. I remember mm-hmm. I remember those moments. Mm-hmm. Wow, so yeah. once the new wave, like I remember when Brock Lesnar was new. Yeah. Like I remember that. Yep. Oh, this is the new big Brock nigga. What the <laughs> fuck is on his neck? Hey, you can get muscles <laughs> there. Yeah, I've never seen that. Shit. Like, um, yeah. so yeah, uh, that's dope. Roman yeah. Reigns. Alex, you got one? I got one real quick. Um, Edge. Hey, yo, you my legend. Yeah. Yeah. legend. Yeah. Edge was Edge was my guy. Uh, the Alex villain you love to hate. Rated R superstar. But was it was like that. Word. Okay, Edge, Rey Mysterio. Okay. Rey Mysterio is like, he was the one for me. When that whole Eddie Guerrero, st- mm-hmm. look at me getting into my geek bag mm-hmm. right now. Come on. That whole Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio shit back in the day did it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really disheartened when he left. And Undertaker. Yeah. Okay, Undertaker, nice, nice. I can't yeah. be mad at that. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go Edge, yeah. Triple H, uh-huh. Shawn Michaels. Ooh. Okay. Come on, Edge, HBK. Triple H, HBK. That's yeah, HBK is Come one of the greatest yeah. performers of all time. Oh, that man is. You feel me, yeah. DX? There we go. Yeah, Ladies, I hope y'all are still with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> we have to give it up for the fellas. Uh, God willing, yeah. we will be back again next week. It's episode 131 is in the books. Again, yeah. y'all can follow us. Comment, like, subscribe. It helps the algorithms. It boosts the algorithms. Yeah. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Hey, mm-hmm. we've become that corny podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> thank y'all for rocking with us. Again, it's what you need to know, when you need to know, on the Need to Know podcast. God willing, we'll be back again next week. Peace. Gang.